Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez. And with me always, whether I'm here in spirit or not, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. What's happening, good people? <laughs> hey, uh, so first off, thank you for holding it down on the two great interviews last week. You had uh, JR and then we had uh, the Phil V. Who man, that that interview me going back and editing it through and stuff like that, man. Great, man, I, I loved his energy throughout the whole deal. The honesty that he was giving out on that. Uh, for y'all who haven't listened, we dropped. Uh, listen, we dropped uh, two interviews. We did our top five of the first quarter. All those dropped this week, so you got a multitude of things to just kind of uh, hold you over over the Easter holidays if you need some looking for that music stuff. But. Uh, before I get way, way, way too deep into it, uh, Cash, for the new people who are here for the first time, can you please tell them who we are and what we do? Sure, man. Um, Each and every week, we talk about music, sports, entertainment, culture. We interview artists like Press mentioned. Like that, That's what we do, man, and that's what we love to do. We would do it even if we wasn't doing a podcast because that's kind of what we, we talk about all the time is music, sports, family, and then amongst other things. But these are the things we talk about. So this, this comes natural to us. So if you want to hear just like, you know, some barbershop talk and just, you know, we do get into the weeds every now and then with music and, and uh, sports. So it just depends on what we catch. Sometimes we being goofy like your friends and sometimes we really in the weeds with stuff. So if that's your cup of tea, welcome to DSC. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as I was saying, Cash, you really held it down over the past week, you know, doing those interviews. Uh, uh, JR and them coming through, JR and uh, Shamir coming through for their uh, talking about their album, A Shadow in the, Sh- a Shadow in the Shade, to um, give some great insight. I like how you added in, too, where y'all was listening to some of the songs and they gave they, their direct feedback. Um, and then with Phil V, like I said, you know, just the honesty, his story, his journey, you know, just that portion of it, uh, you know, giving you some insight to his artistry. I mean, some people probably never heard of him. They only know him from the JR features and stuff like this. But, you know, letting him speak his truth and, uh, you know, story may help somebody out down the line, you know what I mean? And hopefully he just going down that path, you know, making good music and uh, using that as a, as as his path to keep on that straight, you know. Uh, man, so for this week, though, what we got on the docket. And we got a little bit of, we talking about Brian Flores just adding uh, two more coaches to the uh, mix in terms of his lawsuit against the NFL. So he was on Get Up and pretty much any any other ESPN outlet or Fox Sports outlet that would have him just talking about um, kind of just some of the things that happens during the coaching process in the NFL. So we're going to talk about that. Of course, we got NBA playoffs, so that this is my time of the year. Actually, as we record, and the playoffs is going on right now, I'm I'm peeking at the, the score. I'm trying to pod, so pardon me if I'm a little distracted. Then, of course, you know we got the music man. Yay got nominated for a few Grammys and won. We got a couple of albums, singles to get through. You you know you guys stick around, look in the comments. Or whatever, and just see what we're talking about. But that that's what we're talking about. We got a few albums that we had some time to sit with. So we don't know where this is gonna go. It may go off the rails, you know, depending on, you know, prayers. You never you never know with him. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely going off the rails. I like how you try to be real slick right there, trying to give uh yay light work. Oh, light, he won a light work. Grammys, da 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 da. We don't care about no damn Grammys. Grammys ain't 
Grammys ain't never been the the lightning, you know, they ain't never been the point of what we go look for on any artist that we talk about. You know what I mean? It's nice when they win, but I mean, it's not. I, we don't need their uh, blessing to say this is a great artist. We already recognize them because they just gave Nas his last year. You know, they didn't gave Ye a couple. They didn't gave every white rapper, you know, about uh, that you can name at least a nomination. <laughs> like, I don't know how they just break into that mold so quick, but we can't give the things that we call bona fide classic are not recognized on that stage. So Grammys, they're washed. But if you want to bring up those type of awards and you want to bring those to the to the story, we're definitely going to talk about it. And we're going to talk about like how, uh, you know, <clears throat> I think Ye was nominated for a I have no idea what, what you have against gospel. Billboard. I have no idea Madonna? what you have against gospel music. Congrats. Even Congrats. Have, Congrats. Have no- <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nothing against gospel. I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to make the people shade. Like you're trying to throw, you're hey, trying to throw me up on the bus like on Easter, uh, Easter weekend. You know what I mean? Like over there, everybody going to church and everything. You trying to say, nah, I ain't got no. Hey, man, nah, I, I'm just, I don't believe just in no religion. Put it out there, man. You know what I'm saying? You've been on yay about gospel and stuff. I don't like this gospel shit. And it's like, it's almost like you don't like the Lord, man. It's, it's almost like you don't like the Lord. That's how it feels. Uh, no, 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 no. It's because you try to, you try to it put some hip hop awards too. And that's what I, I'm just trying to point it out for what it is. And it's gospel. It's gospel, bro. He's the new Kurt Franklin. That's all I'm saying. Nothing it negative like about it. Was it negative. But own I your mean, space that you in. And, I, and, 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 and let's quit flirting it. Let's let's quit let's quit flirting with it and throwing it up in here. Oh, best hip hop album. Mm, Brian hearing that I mean, shit. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, for a gospel album, it was pretty damn dope. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we'll get deeper into that. We got a ton of music to go over. We we've been two weeks on the music little front. Uh, <laughs> so we got we got quite a few albums that we're gonna end up going over. Uh, but you know what. Let's get, not, let's get right to what we not, talk uh, about. Let's just go and get right into it. Let's just go and get right later. into it, Cash. I think the people normally hear for, for music. I think they normally hear for music. Let's give it, let's give it to oh, them while the oh. energy high. Let's give it to them while the energy yeah, yeah, high. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, then. Let's, let's continue. Let's, let's continue this then. So, so uh, I get what you're saying and, uh, about Ye. Uh, go ahead. What, what wars did he win at the Grammys? Do you have that written down anywhere? Do you want to give... Finish giving his props before I, you know. Nah, as as you've noted, it was a gospel award as far as an album. Then he also won for a uh, single, you know, Jail featuring Jay-Z. So he won for that. I don't have the list of everything, but those are the two of the prominent ones that took notice by everybody. The main ones. Hey, and, you know, I'm not going to sit here and down it because people's gospel album, man, as long as he getting the word out to somebody. But it. I want to say from the jump, from the first time I listened at this album, that's what I told you it was. And I told you he's continuing down that path. I'm not going to fall for that nonsense on, on this. You know what I mean? Like, if it's going to be, if this is where he's going, I'm going to put it in that category. I will give him his props on that. Like, but hey, it's it was still the best gospel slight. album I had what heard. What you're saying is still well, a slight. You know, it's still a slight. Kurt you say I'm not trying to down him, but it's still a slight. How? You know what I'm saying? It's like, you can go over here and do that. But uh, how is that a slight? If I just rec- if I enjoy, put him in the category that he's supposed music. to be in, you didn't it's enjoy a gospel the music, right? album. Quit, quit. It ain't because it's a gospel album. You just didn't enjoy the music. Cash, I'm gonna listen to it. Totally oh. different. It's all right. 
You ain't got to down it by you know saying it's a gospel he, album. If you he he messed it. up the Pop Smoke feature. He, I mean, he, he didn't even put... Nah, he, he messed up the, the Kid Cudi feature. And then it was... Matter of fact, talking about feature, it was feature heavy. Stuff that you talk about on albums don't want to get credit for because it it's too feature heavy. But for this one, Oh man, you want to treat it like a Showtime at the Apollo? Feature heavy, you know. When every time somebody comes out singing about, like the gospel song, feet. I don't hey, care man, about things being feature heavy. Boom. <laughs> go back two years ago, people rewind it. Uh, go back to when we was talking about the Jay Electronica and Jay Z. Uh, he cared about it because yeah. it was a co-album. Yeah. It, that's kind of what he was saying in all the features. And he he's very negative about no, people coming out that's initially a solo album. with that's too his many solo features. album, Jay Electronica. It was him and Jay Z. It wasn't it wasn't a bunch of people. No, yeah, this is this wasn't this Jay's solo is known album? for collaborating. It, Jay, he's known for collaborating. He's done this on every single album. I don't know why you singled this album out, but okay. We'll let you single this album out, right? You are every single album he has. I'm not singling. Features. I'm just pointing. I'm just pointing to your. I'm pointing to where it's you good. have been. If it's good, it's good. Wrong. You that praise one, that this one, good. but that then one, you be negative about album others. One good, and he was relying on Hove. You know that. Uh, you crazy. Hove was relying on him. How? What you talking about? No, he wasn't. Ho, he signed the Hove. Hove wanted to put the music out, so Hove needed him. Put him in a hole for 40 days and 40 nights to come out with this damn masterpiece. It wasn't a masterpiece. It wasn't you're a masterpiece. Crazy. And you know when you're it was making nominated. an album. You know when you're making an you album. Go back to the nomination. You know when you're making an album and it's your first album. You can't ha- you can't come with the cheat code and Jay-Z the whole album or Nas the whole album. Come on, bro. You you know that. That that that's giving that's giving a leg up to you. I thought it was. I'm not judging off his first album. I'm you saying the music was the music good? I loved the music. I didn't. So that we had a, we had the odds on that we because did. I I didn't. I don't go and back and play I that said, shit. So so we go back to this whole little point. See how you feel about the Jay Electronica? That's exactly how I felt about. No, the I'm Kanye. saying I don't like. Why it. you can't let I me? I don't live enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. I'm not saying I'm not sliding him. I'm saying I don't enjoy it because of this reason. You're not owning it and saying you don't enjoy it because it's a gospel album. It has nothing to do with the goddamn gospel album. You keep bringing that up because that's, that's what, you keep what it is. Up. You keep saying I, people. Wanna, that's why you don't like people it. People want to say they want to put it in the hip hop category and top hip hop list. It don't go in that fucking list. It don't be on. It's not supposed to be on that list. It's a gospel damn album. So when you talking about the top ten and you want to throw that shit on there, the shit is just a mute. Like it's, it's I, I I just throw out your whole opinion on that whole shit. Jay, yay album should not be on there. Donda is a damn gospel album. Now I'm cursing talking about gospel. Look at you, you got me y'all heated. Look at you, man. <laughs> man that's where you at, man. You you just won't own it and say I don't like it because it's a gospel album. Nothing to do with yeah. a gospel album. I listen you, that curse. You, that's all you keep saying. Y'all y'all you, you led with gospel. Jay won a Grammy for a gospel. I'm just, I'm just, I was just, I'm just going, going back going to hit back on my, my first point because I pointed that out at first and you was like, no, it's not, a, it's hip hop. I downloaded this hip hop section. It, That's the part it, I was pointing it's out. It's in the hip hop section. It is in the hip hop section still to this day. I can't help that he crossed over. You almost like a person that don't want some, want to see somebody grow. He he appeals to all these different sectors and genres. Now it's not good no more. You like one of them fans that way it's like, okay, somebody done expanded in, in, Reaching new heights and new levels and getting new different fans. Oh, I don't like it because it sounds too pop. Ain't that the object of music to be fucking Cash. popular? 
Cash. To make make music that everybody Cash. feel, not just this one little sector, this boomity back. You coming at the wrong. I'm tired of you dudes. You coming at the wrong person about this nonsense. Because when Jay came out, you wasn't even much feeling like Jay like that. Y'all was feeling like Jay Z. Y'all was Rockefeller down, and that's the only reason you felt it. But he wasn't like that's not true. It wasn't. Absolutely not true. You are trying to use a a antiquated view of a East Coast. Boom, bad. You got to rap and do all that. You're using that. You're doing that How? thing that I y'all do. Like that y'all yay. southerners typically try to the, do. This no, I was the just saying yay from the mixtapes all the way like through. This yay, that is that is clear and evident. You ain't gonna tell me that graduation, that you get late registration, all those don't sound better than this damn album. You damn lie. Now you're moving the goalposts. I'm not moving the goalposts. No, you the one who just said this. In your argument, you said that I want to, when people are reaching different heights, I want to take them down and down a peg. I want to keep them in this little box. His, his, his music at first was totally different and better than this music that he put in that. So him going more pop has damaged his brand to me than anything. I disagree. I disagree. If you wanna, if you wanna listen to old Yay, listen to I his do. old album. That's what I do. I still think he's making good. I still think he's yeah, making good decent. music. Dunga it's not as good as before, pretty good, but it's not. You can never get it re- really released. <laughs> to me, is he still sound as good as ever? Does he have a lot of misses? Yeah, that's gonna happen over the course of a career. But I mean, look at how many. I was reading some or watching something on Twitter the other day. Looking at it, it's like okay, these four albums from Jay Z. I don't really enjoy that much. Probably got two, three songs. Go back to Kingdom Come. I guarantee I you, know, you like Kingdom Come. No, I don't. Not, not that much. I don't go back to Kingdom Come. I don't go back to Magna Carta, Holy Grail that much. I don't go back to Volume 1 that much. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't. You know what I mean? So there's duds in an artist's catalog. But I'm cool with that. I don't... So when was the last... I don't think... When th- was the last, you know, hit or, or, or you know, top album from Ye? Mine, or are you counting Donda as that? This Donda Get was a top here. album. It, this, it really this, was. This it really was. You, you, you got to get out your hole, this man. Dumb, you got to get out your hole. People like, really liked like this album. Man, whatever. Y'all like that People album? Keep opposite to yourself, ends of the man. spectrum. That, that shit, man, it, was, it was shit to me. <laughs> Push your T, man. Jay Z, neck and wrist. How you feel about that one? Man, Push, you know, never disappoints, comes out with his, I mean, Jay-Z coming on here, you know, a lot better uh, feature than he had on Donda, I thought. And But I will say I was feeling uh, Pusha T's first song better than this song. Not to say this one is bad. I'm just saying that that first single, you know, still outshines this single with Jay-Z to me. If you put them side by side, if we comparing those two, ironically, I am. Yeah, this joint was a little. I like it. You know what I mean. I just would like to hear it in the context of an album because, I mean, Jay talking that talk, Push talking that talk, but I don't think it's nothing that they didn't underdeliver. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. But it just wasn't one of those ones that where you know deserves all of the fanfare or whatever. It was just a really dope collab. Yeah. Joint, you know what I'm saying, and that's really where I'm at with it. I hate, you know, <laughs> to not have anything better to say than that. But I mean, really, that's that's where it's at because there's been other songs that came out in the past week or so that I've been rocking a little bit more. Um, you know what I'm saying. And again, I like this one. I like to move on to Schoolboy Q or possibly the J Cole feature on the Be a Track mm-hmm. London. 
Like those are two joints that were J. Cole. I was he's playing this shit his way year. more. Making it this his year. Every feature, you know, he's making his presence known. Uh, I mean, I mean, he's he's definitely like coming on like a a Wayne type feature run. You know what I mean? That's that he's he's on that track this year for me. That that early two thousand Wayne feature run, like him this year. You know, everyone that he be on, he's gonna make sure that he got some memorable lines or something out of there, and he's gonna make sure. Uh, the hip hop heads, the popular, uh, the people who are in the pop pop scene, all of them know him and what he's saying on those tracks. So, hey, uh, that is true crossover cash right there. When you, when you when you could do that, you know, you got both sides doing that, uh, and not being a gospel song. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Um, he's doing both. He's doing this stuff with Benny. He's doing stuff as far as with Bia. I mean, the even the the British. Or, you know, the accent didn't come off corny or anything like that. He felt right at home on the track. So I, I was rocking with it. I, I play it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And, and truth be told, I'm not mad at the beer portion either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, when I'm in that mode, you know what I mean? Because this is easily something that I could fit into a workout mix or just, you know, after work, just, you know, kicking it, riding around, running some errands type of mix, you know, old, old dude shit. That you do, man. You know what I'm saying? Up tempo, something that, you know, uplift the vibes, man. So this is a really, really fun track. Cold snapping as usual. You know what I mean? So, and then I'm still listening to the Dreamville mixtape with DJ Drama and some of the solo joints that he got on there where he spazzing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I like I like this runny on. I like what he's been doing ever since that first Dreamville project dropped to where they're just inviting new people in and he's allowing more people on his albums and and doing more collabs. So I like that the it's just me on my album mentality and I got to go solo the whole thing for people to love it thing is kind of slowly dwindling away from what he does. You know what I mean? Because it was like, all right, I went platinum, no features. Woo. Bump my chest. Great. You know what I mean? It's like platinum, no feature surprise drop. Yeah. And the surprise drop, like that's something, you know, it's cool. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, when I really think about all of the the things that we used to value, you know what I'm saying? A bunch of features. You can't, nope. You got too many features or you got, it's just you on the album or it, it's just like all these stupid things or when we compare two artists on the track, which we'll get to when we talk about Ransom and Game on, on the track uh, that they dropped called Circumstances. Like we always comparing, but at the end of the day, I, I, who's I, really, I you know, like, is it a good song? I, I, you know, you I don't know get I mean? at people, man. I kind of figured like that was always an East thing anyway. You know what I mean? Like y'all was heavy into that because like when we try to harrow somebody up and saying like they was the best lyricist, y'all be like, but he ain't got no features. He ain't got no project on his own. When we're talking about three stacks on that nature, you know what I mean? I know that was like always the argument, always the argument but, that we had like back in the day. And but he don't have a solo see, album. Like, he don't have saying. a solo now, album. Now you're saying bro. like, like he don't have, like, <laughs> it's nothing that he hasn't even dropped the solo he album. He didn't come That's out that valid. way. He never came out that way. You can't get mad at him because the group stayed together. I'm not mad <laughs> at him, but like it's hard to make a solo album, brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's that's difficult. That's difficult to be on an How island. How many people you know that's a, your- that's a duo or a group that had as many albums as Outkast and all of them herald as greats. That shit difficult too, Cash. Respect the man's pen. To make a... to 
No, I respect his pin. Respecting his pin and all that, that, that's great. But when you try to push him up to the upper echelons and he has never done that when there's been ample opportunity to, then that's, that's where when people say that, they, they have a valid point in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, not to say that his pin is, isn't great. It's just one of those things to where, yo, come on, man. Every a lot of a lot of our favorite artists have solo albums. A lot of your favorite fail, artists have been kind of influenced by them as well. <laughs> they fail, succeed. What you know, what have you? Like, yeah. A lot of the people have been influenced by them. UGK. Um, there's a lot of art, you know, Wu Tang. Like, you know what I'm saying? We can go there, but every last member of Wu Tang has made the solo project. You know what I'm saying? Came together as a group, ventured out on there. Whether it did well or not, they did it. He hasn't done it, and that's always going to be the knock on him until he does. Great artist, great artist, but that's valid to me. That's valid feedback. Oh, you was going, you was going like I just I pulled you off on a tangent, but uh, you know, talk about you oh. was talking about you don't need <laughs> to do the solo projects. That's where you stopped that, and I was no, 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 no. I said you, I said you would have to like you can make a solo project as a group. Like he's a group artist, you know what I'm saying. He doesn't have anything. You should make one if everybody wants you to make one. Like, you know, Push T was forced to make one with clips, you know, kind of stopped doing their left. thing. Like, a lot of people have went solo and done their things out of groups. Like, he just he just hasn't, you know what I mean? And I feel like that is something that is a valid argument. That's all. Okay. All right, what else we got? All right, man, we got Ransom Game Circumstances, man. So this is uh on Ransom's upcoming album coming out later this month on the 29th. Uh, yo, I didn't, <laughs> I really didn't care too much for... Um, this close. What? We got this close. To what? To getting a game verse with no references. Who's this close? I think he mentioned two. Yeah. He mentioned two. It, 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 it he didn't mention the first one by name. Uh, I it, forgot how it was. But then at the end it, when he was talking, he said 42 like Jackie Robinson. I was like, oh, come on, game. Who's this close? Who's this close? <laughs> he name but, dropped his homie, too. He name dropped his homie. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was it. It was two references. It was it was, it was two up in yeah. there. So that I remember. So, But I was just like, man, it was just almost like, okay, we're going to finally get that game verse with no features, right, with no references. This, 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 <laughs> people going to have to calm down on it. But no, no, he just couldn't do it. He just... I respect Game. I love Game. Yo, did he? I love uh, Jesus Peace. I love that, me that, too. That album. I love Game too. And, but I'm just saying, I I know that's like one of the knocks that we try to get. And I was just like, oh, this is gonna be the one on beta reference. <laughs> hey, how about you just like started talking? Hey, Ransom, you get him, man. Go ahead and do your thing, Ransom. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know what I mean. But back to. What I was saying earlier about we always do the compare and contrast, I think that's just a thing that we do in hip-hop, right? Like, whenever two lyrical artists are on the same track, it's just fun to say who got the best of who. Mm -hmm. And those artists will still tell you that. They're trying to wrap their ass off. They're trying to wrap this motherfucker under the table. Like, we've seen different rappers that really rap have that conversation in interviews or whatever the case may be. So it's safe to say that we're going to have that conversation here. Do you feel like game came to the party or did he mail it in with just not really 
honing his verse into kind of what I thought, I thought he did. Doing. I thought he did great on it. Like, I mean, like, minus the reference, like, that's the only part that I'm saying, like, because I know when I go up to bat for him, you know what I mean? That's what people going to still hang their hat on. Like, so uh, other than that, no, nah, I thought it was good. I mean, Ransom had two verses, so, I mean, so had ample enough time to, like, you know, go back, <laughs> finish the cleanup. But <laughs> I, I, th- I thought game fit right in on that. Same here. Same here. I, was, I wasn't mad at what game said. It wasn't until I went on the internet where everybody was just like, oh, ran smoke game and all this shit. I was like, sounded like a really solid <laughs> um, feature. Sounded like a really solid joint. Like, I, was, I wasn't mad at the joint overall at all. So I didn't really compare him off the back because it didn't feel like a, it didn't feel like anybody got it wasn't right off the jump, like Smoke. evident, you know what I mean? It wasn't, yeah. it didn't seem like it was, you know, like we just got that Johnny P's caddy, you know, Benny versus, uh, what Benny and uh, J. Cole. It didn't seem like it wasn't, didn't jump out to you, like very evident. Like I would say, like, uh, uh, uh Eminem on Renegade when he came in and just like, you know, with Jay, just, <laughs> yeah, it just descended. Yeah. It felt like he was float. It's, it's, it's certain times where those features where it feels like the other guy that comes on, like they both respect each other's pen, but then the other guy starts ascending. It just depends on who gets the verse first, you know what I mean? Or who gets on it second sometimes, you know what I mean? Because they feel like, oh, what he said, what Rand said is crazy, but sometimes the other person doesn't deliver or they just meet them, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I think game met Rand. You know, I, I like Rand, what Rand was saying more. You know what I mean? As far as the circumstances and the uh, the reference, the gym reference about, you know, bench pressing tension and curling. I, I, I remember I didn't write it down, but I like that line and just, just a lot of different things that Rand typically says to where it's just like a cool, calm delivery. And he's just teaching. He's just giving you little, little nuggets. Yeah. Little, uh, little nuggets. He's just throwing them at you. And that's what you you grow to love from Rand. Game gave you just a hard verse, and I think it I think it was cool. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait to the album to hear it in the context of an album. But as a single, not mad at it at all. Yep. All right, man, we out of the um singles as far well, as the joints that we want to talk about. Yo, Schoolboy, you got you got anything for Schoolboy? I know we just breezed over Schoolboy. I know he's <laughs> we've been talking about TDE coming so, back. Sco- so that, that Schoolboy reference, like I mean that that. Uh... His uh, single dropped right at the same time as that commercial, you know, like within that same week, right? And I thought like how they kind of they kind of fit together, you know. Or when I'm, I'm speaking of uh, Schoolboy was in a Tiger Woods golf Nike commercial, and he's referencing that. And then you have this track that's talking about uh, soccer dad, <laughs> so which he was doing some 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 little, you know. Referencing people who like us gonna sit there and review from afar and stuff like this, or saying that he ain't this, he ain't that. Uh, so I, I, I thought how all that fit within a week and where it was going. Him talking about soccer dad, and then him dressed up at having a night yeah, dressed Tiger up Woods, playing yeah. uh, the soccer, but he was telling his little truth on like uh, you know how that kind of help him him learning how to play golf and everything. Uh, I tip my cap. I tip my cap. I tip my cap to him. Excellent marketing by TDE and, and Schoolboy. You know what I mean? So sometimes, you know, when things like that happen, I'm just like, all right, dope. 
I see what y'all did. We could see it. We could spot it from a mile away. We're not silly fans. You know what I mean? But you made it respectable. You didn't make it a spectacle. So I respect it. You know what I mean? And I'm excited for Schoolboy Q. If y'all don't know and y'all listening for the first time, Schoolboy Q is my favorite TDE member. You know what I mean? And um, I've gone to damn near anytime he had a concert or album out. I've probably been to it, and it ain't too many artists I can say that about. So um, I can't wait to see what he has coming up next as far as um, for his project. So hopefully there is something coming out. Uh, you know, hopefully he ain't one and done with this single type thing, man. Yeah. But uh, let's move well, on to some other joints, I got a couple, si- joints, I got a couple singles um, that I wanted to speak on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I wanted okay. to move on to some of the joints that you've been rocking uh, out to. I don't know who's on this, but I'm glad I did. Uh, the Bourdain. Um, I'm guessing that was a Iggy sent Iggy that. sent it. That's where it was her. Yeah, yeah with yeah. the uh ESTG and uh Rick Ross, uh feelings. Man, I've been bumping that track like heavy. Love it. Love the <laughs> ESTG, man, just on 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 the run for me, man, with his his music and what he brings to it. And I think he was he was the one that kind of shined the most in that song to me. Uh but I mean, uh that boy Dame, he's on my radar now. Definitely will be uh checking for his music and then uh Rick Ross, <laughs> he floated. He floated. What he do? He, 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 so, okay, okay. All right. I, I thought you was about to. I thought you was about to shit on no, Ross, I'm man. Ross. Wait, what were you talking about? Oh, uh, I know because you know we this last last pod that we did when we um talked about some of the albums or whatever we was talking about how raw how yeah, I yeah, feel like no. Ross doesn't always <laughs> deliver, and then I thought you no. was going to do the same <laughs> same thing on this feature. So I about to say you. I about to come with the. With the Ross, you know, Ross Hive, like, nah, man, he, he floated on this yeah. one, too. Like, I don't know what's in him. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's that time on the ranch, man, and, um, doing you know, the good. doing this thing. Got some time yeah, to yeah. think. And then uh, we had uh, Guap Dad 4000. He did a song called... Didn't hear this one. So let me, it's let me like know about Black it. Iris. And it's on that... Uh, it's on that Colors, man. Like, I don't know if y'all ever watch those things on YouTube. It's like where it's just the artist and the mic and they... Uh, in, in the little zone, they, they uh, throw out a song on here. It's where we heard some uh, Earth Gang, where they had uh, a couple of their track uh, that they did on there, like that way before the album ever came out, they kind of performed on there. So, But the, what I noticed more up in this track was just like, Guap Dad still, you know, on the scamming type of rap that he's, he talks. But, I mean, you can feel the growth in his delivery a little bit more on this and where he's going with his uh, content. So... I really liked it. If, if you're a Guap Dad fan, if you ain't a Guap Dad fan, I still say go check this out uh, and 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 see if it your opinion about him kind of changed a little bit uh, because I feel like the longer he's staying, he's just getting better and better. So, what about um, did you listen to the little baby singles that dropped this uh, past week? Uh, no, but I did have one more. It was called uh, the IDK. You know, I like uh, IDK. It used to be. J-I-D-K changed it now and it's just I D K. but I, I talked about his album last week he got one that's like called Taco and who is the it's featuring like it's, it's it, it gave it more like a house sound type beat to it and it was just him okay. just continually doing what he's been doing in my opinion on uh, on his albums and everything just delivering great music each and every time it's more of that uh, so Definitely throw that up in your list if you if you're one of the people that like IDK. I'm telling you, he didn't disappoint on this one as well. Just continually deliver more, uh, baby. Patronata. 
Yeah, K Tronada, yeah. It's produced by K Tronada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, like a more of so, a house sound. Now you have me interested. Yeah. Now you have me interested. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of K Tronada um, for sure, man. So stuff that they did last year with with her and uh, Matt Kami mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, so as soon as that dropped, I was on that. I played that a lot. It just it was like too short of an EP. Yeah, to it was only it like three songs, EPs. right? Yeah. Yeah, it was two, three songs, but I, I rocked out to that. You know, that was just a personal favorite of mine. Oh, so, but I couldn't. It bring had it, to the uh, it had three people, and it was like somebody for all of us uh, because it was like a Mac homie. It was her, and, who was, and I forget who, who else it was. Uh, Thundercat, Thundercat, Thundercat yeah, yeah, was yeah, the other yeah. person. <laughs> yeah, they smoked that. It's called Intimidated. If y'all, if y'all want to check it out, it came out in twenty twenty one. Katrinada. Yeah, yeah, y'all enjoy this little three pack. Like, they don't miss. Like, if you're not a fan of Catronada, you don't know it's not hip hop, it's not R and B, it's somewhere in between. So, I'm I rock with everything. So, do y'all some a favor? Had a Listen to something of a besides sound to it to me. Yeah, yeah, I, I enjoy their sound for sure. But um, the two the two little baby singles are called "Right On" and "In a Minute." And remember when when in the height of stuff that was happening during the pandemic and in 2020, when he came, when Lil Baby came with that black and white mm-hmm. video, I forgot, what's the name of the song? The, uh, the Bigger Picture. I forget the name of that song. The Bigger Picture. Okay, so The Bigger Picture. So as as we, you know, put yourself in the mindset of The Bigger Picture, these two songs are in that same vein in terms of what he's doing and what he's talking about. Like, sometimes I just got to zone out and listen to what he's saying because, of course his tonality and just, just kind of how he raps. I just want to listen to what he's saying because he is actually getting better at rapping. And if you don't know, he said that as he kind of started the last couple of years, he hadn't been rapping too long, but as he's settling in, he's saying some shit and he talking that, that type of shit, you know, kind of prayers like, you know, when Meek gives you all of them real talk raps type of thing that he does. And he, he just be talking to you in his raps and just be saying a lot of shit that's happening in his life. That's what baby's doing, but he's doing it at a high level. And that's the type of shit I like to hear. You know what I mean? Like I like to see where you at, what you doing, where your head space is as far as, you know, since the last time I heard you and he's capturing all that. And just these, these little Lucy's that he's throwing out there that they don't sound like singles or anything like that. It's just him rapping, rapping his ass off. So yeah, y'all should check out right on in, in a minute. So he just dropped them. On the low, you know what I mean. It just popped up on title, and I was like, "All right, let me let me see." Okay, added them immediately to the playlist, and ever since then, man, it been in constant rotation. Okay. So those those are my two singles I'm rocking to, uh, the past week or so. Okay, what about uh albums? Any albums that you got? Oh uh, man, I've been on the R and B vibe, man. Um, that's why I'm trying to get back to finding some R and B. I've been finding myself not really digging as much as I usually dig, and it's, you know, April already, almost May. And we, we haven't really talked a whole lot about the R&B scene outside of Lucky Day. And even then, I ain't really hear from you as far as on a podcast, as far as Lucky Day. Because I'm not sure if Lucky Day is your, you know, that R&B that you like, you know what I mean? So, but as far as just from the R&B community, you know, I've heard about Lucky Day, but it's been some other people in the weeds. So that's why I've been listening to Sid. Um, from the internet, if y'all not familiar, um, our future and just everybody else that's kind of thrown in there. 
Um, she dropped the project called Broken Hearts Club. Fan of Hughes. I picked up on her. Listen to Joe Button podcast when they do their little sleepers. I like her project. It's called Flora plus Fanna. And then last but not least, the project that I can't put down is Alex Isley and Jack Dean's Marigold. And that's right. R&B as well. Don't listen to that. That's R&B as well. That's R&B as well. Right. Sid is more what, what track are you? What, what track are you throwing me to? Like right off the jump. If we talking about Alex Isley? Yeah. Shit. I, man, it's that whole damn album, man. Like, you can let that rock. But if I'm, um, I'll probably say Still Wonder featuring Robert Still Glasper. Wonder. It'll probably be okay. the one to go to. Yeah, Still Wonder. And if you don't know, she she's a, you know, I forget who what Isley's daughter she is, but she's she's definitely a part of that that ilk as far as that family. So if that means anything to you, you know, Ron Isley, Ron Isley, and you know. So hey, check it so out, man. As as you continue to get lazy on your hip hop uh search and you know, I'm 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 digging in even more. You know, so uh, had Real Bad Man come out uh, on High Alert Volume 4. It was like eight songs. Uh, standout tracks on it, I'd say, is like Pot of Gold with Stove Guy Cooks and Evidence. Uh, then you had a uh, Back on One with featuring Rock Marciano, Big Boy Deli featuring Rome Streets, and uh, Game Don't Stop featuring uh, Sauce Heist. And yeah, those are gonna be your <laughs> those which which if you've been listening to Real Batman, those same type of vibes, the same type of street type of uh uh East Coast uh, boom bap type of uh, rap. So but that just keep going down that that lane with it, and they do a great job, man. I ain't mad at this eight eight songs. I gave you what, what was that four of them out of there, but I'm telling you the whole thing is good. Then got a lot of replay value on my drive down. On my eight, nine hour trip, this got played a couple times. So, all right. Uh then I got another one, man. It was uh La Russell. And I think I liked uh, he did an LA leak freestyle like a couple of months ago, right? Yep. And that's kind of when I was like, okay, hit the uh, you know, favorite on here. So whenever he drops something, like I I check it out. And I wanna say, like, uh, I'm go- I'm digging back. Like this was probably like three, four weeks ago. I had I downloaded it, but I never got around to actually like listen to it. And then I finally like, you know, drive. I had plenty of time to go back through all this stuff, right? So uh it was La, La Russell and Hockage. Hockage Simon. Oh, I guess I'm saying that name right. H O K A G E. Uh sound about and then, right. And uh, for what it's worth, it's seven songs. This is more like of a a live type album. It has that feel because it's all like he's sitting there with a piano and doing his rhymes over this man. So got a got a kind of like laid back type vibe. But what he's saying and what he's delivering, man, are are, are great. And it was just like a great hip hop album, like very reminiscent of, like I said, uh, what, what was the MTV live looking albums that they drop and stuff like that. You. Yeah, it was the the MTV live. Yeah, yeah. Albums. So it yep. got the, it got that one, type of Lauren feel Hill to it one. without like the overabundance of the crowd because like it's got that piano like they're doing like that. that you got that live music type feel with it. So so nice, it's it's, nice. a, it's a nice little chill out. album, man. Chicken Little, for what it's worth, uh, LWYD. It's like uh, look what you're doing, uh, and that's got that kind of. You remember Drake dropped that line up in there? Look what you're doing. Like so, it has a it's, it's yep, a yep, flip yep, and play yep, off yep. that for the whole song, and then uh, boss market blues. 
Like those are the ones I said. Seven, seven songs. It's good, good introduction. Um, glad I, you know, added him and then started listening at these albums, man. Uh, I think he's gonna stay in rotation quite a bit, and I'm definitely looking for whatever he drops next. You know what his affiliation, mm-hmm. right? Guess, guess who's he's affiliated TD? with? TD Russ. Oh. <laughs> I just I haven't listened to it. I had uh, liked it, but I just hadn't listened to it yet. So, you know, I just want to put that little nugget out there for you. You know, just you know, warm the hearts and minds of the millions of people listening to the podcast. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, you got <laughs> you got you got one more on this list, and I'm interested to hear what the hell you got to say about Mister Hit or Miss himself. Well, so, you know, it, I'll let you. I'll let you take I had it. Away. it on I'll let that. you take it away. I had it on that cash, and then as I got there, and talk I about it. Think about it. I didn't want to talk about it no more, man, because I'm not really feeling it. I really feeling it, cash. And if I ain't feeling it, maybe well, somebody you, else you, is. You pride yourself on keeping it real, right? Yeah, but I mean, you pride yourself on keeping it real. Well, keep it real, then. Well, okay. <laughs> I had T Grizzly, <laughs> half T, half Beast, right? And. <laughs> So far on all the T-Grizzly albums, I'd have kind of liked. But this one just seemed kind of like mute to me, man. It was just like, it was very, very average. There was nothing on there that just kind of jumped out or stood out to me. It's just, I don't know if like content is running dry, the the energy, but it it just didn't feel like his other projects. That's that's the best way I, I can only compare him to itself, you know what I mean? And the other projects, I was like, it made me want to go back. I'm like, man, it's kind of missing the vibe. I need something like this. And I just go back and listen to that song. And when I get to that point, that just tells me this album wasn't for me. You know what I mean? This ain't this ain't the one. Uh, so, yeah, when I when I when I got that feeling from it, I was all just the cliches, like, all the cliches. It wasn't for me. <laughs> just <laughs> what you trying to? I yo, I love you know what I love about the podcast. It's just some of our favorite guys when they don't do don't well, wanna, and you gotta be you got you gotta be honest about it. It's like <laughs> you gotta be honest about it because you covering it, and you don't you don't want no stain on your name. It's what you. Like. I, would, I, would. I just so wasn't you, gonna mention. You gotta explain yourself. You gotta explain it in real time. It sucks. It sucks, man. With with some of your guys, it just like, didn't deliver. It happens just to me with deliver. Dave East. Dave East, I man, haven't listened she, to you, you tripping on that I Dave like, East, but I mean, yeah. I haven't liked uh, a lot. You of, I haven't, on that. Yo, I just don't like the I I just don't like what he's saying no more. It's tolerable, but I just don't really be vibing with him, man. You know what I'm you saying? So but yeah, uh half T, half beast, man. Like uh it's an album that he dropped. <laughs> All right, man. So you had you had us on the hip hop. Um, definitely gonna check out the real bad man and uh La Russell. You said Stove God Cooks that piqued my interest and Rock Marcy is on there as I was uh scrolling by on the Russell. Yeah, yeah, back definitely on one. Gotta get to that, with the so. Rock Marcy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so interest mm-hmm. peak. Gonna let it rock out after we get off the pod. All right. Albums, man. I know we we've all listened to to most a of these lot. albums on we here. We had a I lot think. of albums, a decent amount of like good albums that kind of dropped over this time frame. So, uh, 
I don't know where you want to start, but I'm kind of force your hand a little bit. So uh, let's go ahead and start with the five of your four. Damn, I wanted to love this, man. Um, Brooklyn, the Brooklyn bias was in full effect. He's coming off the heels of, you know, the joint with Alicia Keys and, and Kanye as a single. And then Donda, what he did on Donda, I still, I would argue anybody down to tell you that he had probably, to me, the best so verse too. on Donda. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where I feel with that. Now, coming into it, I'm like, damn, where, where, where are they going to go? You know what I mean? Because you see all of the features, A-list level features. And I'm just like, all right, man, where is he going to go with this? I just hope that it's upbeat. Hope that it's everything that I've been getting. You know what I mean? I'm trying to turn over a new leaf and not use my old ways of thinking because these young cats collab a lot more. They do the, they go the Kanye route in, t- in terms of collaboration. Like, they don't care about holding a, you know, putting something on the mantle saying, I did my whole album by myself, one feature. That means nothing to this generation. You know what I mean? And Fabio ain't that much younger than us. You know what I mean? We're in his uh, younger 30s. But I say all that to say this, man. The album was entertaining, but it's not sustaining. Yes. yes. Go ahead. That's that's it. That's where I'm at with it. You know what I'm saying? Like I enjoy a lot of them joints on there. I'm probably I'm going on vacation in a couple of weeks. I'm probably gonna enjoy it a little bit more. I'm, I'm it's it's something to where I have to be in the mood to listen to it. It's not bad. I like a lot of the little slick lines that he's throwing up in there, and he's gotten better at rapping. It's not quite the type of rapping that. I naturally gravitate to, you know, as far as the bars and punches and 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 really, you know, the hooks and everything kind of melding together. But, you know, I do enjoy some of them joints on there. You know what I'm saying? And just in general, just listening to it around people. Um, the Say My Name joint that they did over with Corey LeRae, that was that was a dope one. The one he had with Neo on there, which is also a remake. And I'm trying to get out of my head too with these remakes is because we grew up with those songs in real yeah. time. So now they're remaking the songs that we mm-hmm. were growing up and partying through the, to. Through the fire. And you can't be mad at that. Through the, the fire, which is right. the flip through, of, the fire. through the wire. Yep. Flip of Kanye through the wire. So we can't get mad that the influence is, he's seven years younger than us, seven to 10 years younger than us or something like that. We can't get mad that the influences that they had growing up in the Kanye's and the J's and, and, and whatever, they're flipping these songs now. So I'm cool with that. I'm getting out of getting out of that, getting in my AR bag, getting in my listener, enjoying music bag. Because it gets to the point where I feel like, yes, we can be critical because we do the podcast and we want people to you want to explain, yo, why we like stuff, why we don't like stuff, but it gets to the point where you being a little anal <laughs> as a person that that's covering music to where if you enjoy it, you enjoy it. It don't have to be overly complicated lyrically or whatever. So I enjoyed it, but I don't know how often I'll go back to it outside of like for, you know, it's just certain, certain. I I get you. I got to be in certain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I enjoyed it. Like first starting off, I was like, okay, this right type of uh, mood. You know what I mean? It's a little bit more upbeat. I like where he's going for this. I, the Quavo song, uh, the through the fire. I was like, I ain't even much mad at that whole little change. That's what's going to be. I like Magic the Magic City. City. Uh, I like the Magic uh, the City. The other one. one with Quavo on there. Yeah, it was like back to back, too. Uh, 
I was like, oh, yeah, man, I like where this album going. But it was 17 songs. And after about eight songs, I was like, okay, this is getting very, very repetitious on it. Uh, the uh, ain't, ain't no switch up, and that's that's that whole that's drill. Yeah, and when, he, yeah, yeah. And when it okay, was so doom, now you come to doom, when you got to the drill part, I was just like, man, pop would sound great on this, <laughs> fire on this. Yeah, pop would sound fire. I would never get tired of a pop on here. You know what I mean? Because I say, yeah. um, they both got a a distinct uh-huh. tone and voice and how they do things. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They sounded really yeah. good together. Really good together. But all all I could hear is like, damn, pop would have yeah. shine on yeah. this, you know what I mean? But also how they did pop album to compare, because that's what we do. Not fair, but I get it. They didn't have all drill records on there. It was more mm-hmm. balanced, if that makes sense. This was a lot of bringing people into his world. And I'm not mad at pe- people being brought into his world, but you do... When you stay in that comfort zone, what you suffer is the re- repetition and just like drowning me out with the yeah, sound. Yeah, so yeah. that's what happened. Seventeen that, songs, that's really what same happened. type of uh, feel, beat. I mean, it can get repetitious to anybody. So, hey man, just take out the songs that you like, keep moving on it. That's kind of what I'm doing. You know, take out the ones I like. You know, candle it in doses. If I come back to the album, I split it up in parts. You know, because I really, it's that was the only like. Negative thing I could say, it just it just became rep- repetitious, like for seventeen songs, and it was just like, okay, I want to want a little switch up up in here, a little bit of tone switch up, a little bit of uh, more upbeat, uh, maybe give me this type of song, and that's just because of the length of it, and you know what I mean, and you usually get that with the lengthier albums. We said we said now a lot of people are going to those smaller type albums, and you can handle in those small doses. Maybe they have gotten me more attuned. To that and like minute to get further than that eight nine songs of that I'm kind of locked in maybe maybe I'm just becoming programmed that way I don't I don't know what it is <laughs> oh it's absolute it's absolutely a program it's absolutely a program tangent mm-hmm. time I was playing a song that I was recording recently over and over and over and over again my wife was listening to it she was up here with me while I, she was talking about something else over and over and over again she started to like the song. Her name was in the song, or her likeness was in the song. So as she heard it for the 15th, 20th time, as I have it on a loop and all that, she was like, yo, you finally not sounding like 2003 cash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> the, res- I can't the respect stand them, man, and the shade like, at the same my- time, all in one line. Hey, man. It's my, that's, my number, that's my number one critic, man. Yeah, you know, if he... If it don't pass the smell test of the wife, can't put it out. I say all that to say this, but, like, it is programming. Like, I programmed her by playing that shit on a loop 20 damn times. She's like, oh, this ain't that bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it's it's common that that shit happens, bro. It's bad. Like, you nine songs, you're locked in for a certain tone, and, and they go away. If he did nine to ten joints, I'm guaranteed we would be like, yo, this shit yeah. was good. But, you know... He, you know, overstayed yeah, his welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, with that, take the take the song and move on. Uh, let's go to let's go to the surprise one that we had. The Wiz Khalifa, which the one? Wiz Khalifa, Big Crit, and Girl Talk, uh, and uh, Smoke Dizzle. 
That that album. Yeah. Well, what's yeah. what's is the name of the group? Had, no, full court press. That's, That's the, name the name of the project. project but what, is, do they press. have a name for the group? No, not okay. yet, not yet. It's just everybody's name is on there. <laughs> you see everybody's name <laughs> on the thing. So, um, so we could go. Yo, we could go. Welcome. We 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 heard a song that got dropped by them. You know, all people I like, Crit, uh, Wiz, uh, and Smoke Dizza. You know, big Smoke Dizza fan. So we yeah, heard them so before. I, yep. I was surprised to see them with those artists. You know what I mean? On on, on this right there. So I. That was like an early listen, and then come to find out a week later, they're going to drop a whole project. So I uh, was very tuned into this, and I like different tones and aspects we got throughout the album on this. Who is Girl Talk? I'm, I'm, I may be done for this. I, don't know I have no idea. Didn't do any yeah. research. Don't care. I, I enjoyed the project. <laughs> but, <laughs> and, and the way they varied the project was just like they came in and out. Some songs Smoke Dizzle was on. Sometimes it was Wiz and uh Wiz and Smoke Dizzle minus Crit. Sometimes it was just Wiz, Girl Talk, and uh it's or Crit yeah, on yeah, the hook. Exactly. And not on the, and song, it was like that, on the verse. That, that switching it was, up that that it, it, it lended well to, you know, the whole album, you know. So I I wasn't a bad spot on here that I like eight bars versus sixteen. Yeah. It was just like a lot, a lot of different variations. In and out quick, you know what I mean. And I, I think the production yeah, was yeah, good. In and out quick on every every song, and you know, like I, it was enjoyable. I was like, man, I, I I want more of this type stuff from this these these collective of people, you know. So come up with a name for the group. Continue to put out stuff like this. You got my attention. This amount too, though. Like, hey, let's keep count low. <laughs> keep it thirty. Yeah, keep it thirty, thirty-five minutes. Keep it thirty. That give keep it keep it to a, a ninety-six. Keep them wanting more. Keep them wanting give, more. Give me right. Keep them wanting more. Yeah, yeah. Every every time, every time, yo. Hey, so I really you yo y'all don't know. I I'll say it. I'll scream it to the high heavens, man. Wiz Khalifa is one of my favorite rappers, y'all. He's one of my favorite <laughs> rappers. Like I just enjoy. I enjoy his music. I'm gonna say it out out there. May not put this out on video. I don't know, you know what I mean. And I'm just joking, but um, but yeah, man, I, I enjoyed this home joint. Mind blown came on and then put you on, like Crit mm-hmm. Crit smoked yep. on, went crazy on there. I like I how like um, season Smoke Dizza met, yeah, I like how Smoke Dizza met them where they were on there because Wiz came off on the energy on the track, then Smoke came in and met them where they was on that type of track. I'm like, oh shit, I ain't no Smoke could mm-hmm. do this. I've, I've I've listened to Smoke This a lot, but I've never heard him on this type of production really come and deliver. No and that really was this. No, no, no. On that on that type of pro, he does Southern production he a lot on his projects. Course. I haven't heard it. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I'm I, I listen to Smoke whenever you tell me about him, but not every single project. But uh, but yeah, I didn't know he he was this this good with meeting them there. So that really what stood out to me throughout the whole project was like Smoke because I was like. All right, I know what Wiz and Big Crit gonna do, but Smoke Dizza, you know, and then it was the reunion of the Double XL cover and all that kind of coming together. So, you know, it was good to hear these guys. They all sound refreshed. They all sound like they were having fun, most of all. So that's really why I enjoyed the project because it sounded fun. You know what I mean? And it, it came at the right time. So I, I want to hear something else from similar collectives in you know the double XL freshman cover or something like that, you know, because this this was dope, man. And um, 
honestly, out of everything uh, that we have on the uh, the docket here, this is probably my top played project out of the out of all of them. Hmm. Hmm. Uh. Well, then I go to my top played. We'll go to that next. Then. Uh. Forty two. Yeah, yeah. We gonna need some excitement out For, of you. Forty two. Doug. ESTG. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not. I'm not mad at that. Not uh, mad last, at that whole lot last of ones left, but, man. Uh, yeah, man. I I was just <laughs> Iggy. Iggy is a big fan of ESTG, man, and kind of throwed it out there. And he he put that one on the radar, saying that they coming. And you know, uh, I kind of saved it for like second or third listen. I think when I got to it, and when I finally got to it, I was just like, man, I ain't even. I'm not mad at all. Of this man, uh, I love the energy. I love what they was going through. The more sudden uh, trap type beats and everything that they was going. Uh, wordplay was nice. I think uh, he was talking about like Kobe up in one of them. He was just uh, in in the second one, and then I uh, I know like on the second song in, it was a little part up in there where he's talking about the girl telling him uh, about the ex, it had cut off because she a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, when I heard that line, going back to it. Yeah, yeah. So just things like yeah, that. Man, like I that, think, yeah, yeah. It was just <laughs> little sprinkles throughout the album of things of that type of nature that just, you know, I'm like, hold up, run there. What'd they say? You know? And, and you know, at the same time, just like got you, uh, got you nodding, got you going through it, got you in that little hype uh, Friday type feel too. So like, uh, yeah, I just, uh, that, that one kind of floated. Kept my energy up on my drives too, man. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. So that was the one that got the most play throughout the week. Anytime I was just like, okay, I gotta need to get a little bit more energized. I threw on some of this forty two Doug or ESTG. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That was about nine, nine, about eighteen hours of you really yeah. doing what you do. So that that you plenty had of plenty time. of time. You can probably quote quote <laughs> some raps <laughs> to us from this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. It it is what it is with that, but like yeah, I I enjoy forty two Doug shit and um ESTG. I'm a big fan of ESTG, not too much. Uh, forty two Doug. I don't think I've really sat with him as a solo artist or whatever. But um yeah, it just seemed like they were just talking real reckless throughout the entire project. It was just free flowing, and I'm I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Give me that any time of the week, and if it comes out the good music. But here's the difference: we just were talking about seventeen tracks. With uh, five year foreign, it's about that same amount on this. They but, they variated a know. little bit though, because they kind of did just like uh how Young Dolph and uh Keyglock do on that Dumb and Dumber. You know what I mean? They 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 split it up by giving you a couple songs where one of them ain't on the artist. It's just a solo type of a deal, and then they come back into a, a a track or two with both of them together, and then you know kind of narrow it down a little bit. That way you get a little bit of better taste of each artist and their kind of styles. I, they they did that throughout the album, so that's I think that's kind of what kind of split it up a little bit, and it didn't become such a drone on the whole thing. So, and it didn't sound yeah. repetitious either. And then and that that's that's really where it's at. And I think it's just a lot to be said. I know we I know we talk about a lot about ESTG, but it's a lot to be said on the run that he's on. Like he just sounds refreshing. Every single beat he's on, every single thing he's saying, like you're hanging on every single word because. 
I mean, it, it feels reminiscent to the run of a Jeezy or, you know what I'm saying? Like when you was first hearing Jeezy on the mixtapes and you was like, I like this guy, I like this guy. Whenever he drops a project. So, I mean, ESCG has projects mm-hmm. out, you know what I mean? But I don't think that he has caught that one yet. You know what I mean? To where I think he's still building up the steam and, and the anticipation for like the label debut. You know what I mean? And I think that he's well on his way to doing exactly what he's supposed to do as far as, uh, you know, an artist from Louisville, you know what I mean? Where well, you got Jack Harlow from there too as well, but a street artist, like, you know what I mean? Breaking, you know what I'm saying? So he's on his way, man. I, I definitely rock with it, man. All so, right. What uh, else we got? Then you had the, your Vince Staples. Ramona Park broke my heart. Right up there with my favorite drops, man. Right up there with my favorite. Yo, what's your problem with what's your it's your what's your problem with with pop events, man? I see your smile and I don't like your little sinister smile that you that you got on, man. Right? You know what I'm saying? What, 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 what's that about? So I will say I will. Ooh, let, we let, la- let we me, laughing let me off Vince now? Initially, yeah, my first listen to this, I was just like, man, I ain't, I ain't ready for this. I ain't in the I ain't in the mood for this right here, man. And it's just like like you saying the more popular events and stuff like this and. Uh, I I think me and you you must had a strong conversation, and I pointed out like, man, but when I hear this, I want to hear Summertime '06. So I go back and listen at that, and it don't it it, it it's not the same, you know what I mean? And but respect the gross, respect where he's going and everything. And I think uh, I I gave it a couple more listens, and the more I got, I listened at it, the, the more appreciation I I got for the album. And you know, uh, a free free the homies liked it that one. Uh, East, uh, no, 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 no. When Spark is, uh, which one where he was talking about like the gun? Uh, East, East Point Prayer? No, 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 no. When Sparks Fly, right? Because Nameless was the, the skit yeah, little portion yeah. where they talking about it. And then, yeah, when Sparks Fly. Uh, so I liked that track on there. Uh, yeah, man. And it was, as it go through, more and more, man, I was like, okay, I, I can get with a couple of these songs. But, yeah, initially, like, it, it didn't reach me. It was, it didn't make me want to come back to it. Uh, but as I made it through all my other projects and stuff like this, and I circled back around to come back to it, I was a little bit more, I, I guess I was overhyped for the other albums that was coming out. And I wanted to hear the other stuff, and I mixed this in in the wrong spot. That's, that's probably how it really, truthfully, honestly, came out to me. And then, but as I went back to it, I was like, okay, this this straight, this is a good album, man. I, I like it. Like I said, like I just named a couple songs that was truly like kind of stand out for me, and those are the, definitely the ones I will come back to more than most. But other than that, yeah. Ah, well, all right, guys, you guys are saved from a nice little debate that I had prepped in my mind. He has changed tune, so. Everything's all good, people. Everything's all. We had good. another week to so sit with as the far album. as. <laughs> so <laughs> hey, I just, just so the people know, this came out last I had, week. I had a lot. This came out last week, and then <laughs> he got my initial reaction. We talked about it, discussed it, but I had a full week to sit with this album, so I went back to it a couple more I times. I want to hear that shit. I want to hear that poppy <laughs> shit. I go if I want to hear Vince the way I want to hear Vince. I'm going back to summertime '06. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, man, uh as far as my thoughts on the project, I enjoy it. 
it from top to bottom, man. Like I listened to this right after I got into the um the Wiz Khalifa. Like so that as you know had an upbeat. Fabio Foreign, very upbeat. Vince Staples, upbeat. You know what I mean? Like so I listened to those before I listened to the street shit. You know what I mean? So that was my flow. So I was right there. It was probably the Wiz joint and Big Crit and then um and um Smoke Dizzle. And then after that, I went to the Vince Staples joint. Then I went to the Fabio. You know what I mean? That's the, how I listened to them in the order from when they first dropped. And then I was like, okay, I'm 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 locked in. It was it took me some time to get to the four two dub in ESTG. But as far as Ramona broke my heart, man, bro, um, free the homies. Mm-hmm. That's my shit, man. That's- free the homies, like that's that's my shit. Magic, as you know, um, that's my shit. As we talked about, lukewarm on sparks that fly. Magic, it's it's good for like a little single for what it was, but nah. Yeah, I like the video too. Um, paper cuts, lemonade with Ty mm-hmm. Dollar Sign, Player Ways. I like that as well. Like Mama's Boy. Like I could go. I mean, it's twelve, but sixteen joints, forty one minutes. They all short songs. I'm like, I enjoy this man. I don't know. I don't know about you, man. I'm I'm probably gonna be playing this in constant rotation, especially as we get more, you know, into the spring summertime frame. And this is perfect for the time that we in, man. So I highly encourage y'all to listen to the Vince joint. It's okay. <laughs> he just had to. He couldn't help himself. <laughs> He could help himself, man. Uh, man, so we got we got through five of these joints, man. The last one I haven't listened to, so I'll let you kind of take it away as far as the boss. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boss, uh, Bumper Pick Me Up, man. Uh, I don't know, like this, I didn't really see anything like really talking about this, but it popped up on the list. So uh, pretty sure it's all new stuff. It's only like four songs. Uh, Eyes on You, uh, Admire Her. Uh, I think that one featuring Gunna. Like, I really like that one. Uh, the Others with Ari Lennox, uh, that one was good. Quick, quick four songs. More, if you listen to Boss, you get more of that type of style through it, man. Uh, hopefully he got an album coming out. Uh, these are the artists that I truly like kind of stand out on Dreamville to me. Uh, the, the, the real uh, hip-hop type of, of rappers, you know, like, I mean, you got the, the Kaz, you got uh, Luke. And then like boss boss on there like the, I I love their vibe I love how each one of those got a kind of even though I'm saying they got the the, the true style essence but they got their own style and like each one of them and like boss has more of a laid back you know on that and then like Luke would be more the the introspective uh you know kicking some knowledge type little deal and then Kaz is more of like you know from a hardened type place type of rap, you know what I mean? So like, I, I like how all three of their styles like kind of, kind of go, but on this boss, four tracks, bump and pick me up. I'm gonna bump it all day long. Like it was, it was a good four songs, man. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that boss definitely, if you haven't checked it out, definitely throw it on there. I don't know how I said J Cole dreamville, hell of a run. That's through. I mean, it was the, the loop. You had the Kaz that dropped a couple, like, I think he dropped like seven songs that was in December. And then, you know, the Dreamville, uh, D Day that we just had, and then this right here. So, but that's yo, you know what I did though, Prez? Like, I honestly saw it, liked it, 
saved it for later because I knew I wasn't going to get to it to be able to cover it um, well. But you know what I did? I went right to last winter, his first project, <laughs> and was playing last, and then went off on a boss, like, random listening spree and never went back to the new shit. So that's that's where I went off on my boss journey. If y'all, I really, really rock with Boz. And last winter, it, he got songs on his first three projects that I... I if I get into my boss bag, I really, you know, really love them songs. You know what I'm saying? So, like you said, man, they got their artists on that on that team, man. They make some shit when they do drop some projects. Like it's you can you can go back to and listen to it. It's it's really timeless. It, the shit that they're making over there. So, um, yeah, shout out to Dreamville, man. So that's the last of the album. So whoa, y'all go check those out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. We got the con play. Gun play. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. All bullshit inside. <laughs> How can I forget about gun play, man? Damn. Ah, goodness gracious, <laughs> man. All right, All right man. man. So gun play, we, we kind of got it like uh, me and Cash, basically, you know. Uh, <laughs> we kind of like uh, gun play music a lot. Guilty yeah, pleasure is one of those guilty, guilty pleasures, pleasure. man. So when this came out, we was like, okay, we definitely. I'm bumping this first, which I did. You know what I mean? To come out to it, uh, I mean, Bible on the Dash still like one of the songs that I was like, man, that that, that shit just go hard every time, right? Which he kind of revisited this album. Ooh, let's get to uh, it. Man. I love, yeah, I love yeah. it. So Pyrex <laughs> popping. <laughs> yeah, the first four songs on here when it came out, man, like it's Auntie, all hard hitting stuff. Yep. Uh, so yeah, bucket list. Uh, Pyrex popping, Auntie hold up, Upton Geek, like all these, like that, 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 that run initially, man, gets you like locked in for the whole album, man. Like it's it's great music to start off with and going through it. Uh, know he has like a troubled past and all this little things and other things that go outside of his music career. Ah, this whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> when it comes to the music and what he's putting out on the track, like I, I, I love. I love how he's able to this right here, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I would just say, pick it up, listen. Gonna be that the revisit at the end to like Bible on the dash, Bible off the dash on that one, man. Good way to kind of you know drop it uh, for the whole album through. So yeah, man. I, I echo your sentiments, man. Oath, Jim Jones. Even though I ain't really like Jim Jones rap, he sounded a little bit off. He did. He did. He did. I I I said it too. I was just like, this this not sounding like. Capo. It, it was a bad it mix, yeah. bad mix. So I don't know. Somebody didn't line up him but with the, the beat. But the young I breed I liked on here. The, the song he had with him. I think it was like Paranoid. Yeah, yeah. Well, Body Count. Body Count. Uh, no, 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 no. It was the one right after that. It was called uh, Paranoid, I think it was. Oh, Paranoid. Yeah. So. And then um, it's the other, the one I like, man. Like, he popped out of nowhere. Bo- the, uh, you, you mentioned it earlier. Up and Geek mm-hmm. with Boosie Badass. Or whatever, like I re- just remember, like just being, you know, back in Texas and, and stationed out there for a little bit of time, where it's just like, whenever Boosie came on, like they just went insane. You know what I'm saying? So I just heard that same type of hunger in Boosie and Gunplay. They they did their thing on here, man. Like again, man. Um, damn, Gunplay could do no wrong to me, man. <laughs> like he just entertained the, the energy the he, he brings project, on the like, track and everything, man. Yeah. Like that's. I, I tell people, keep telling you, like, it's something to be said about that. Like, when they can bring that that energy in it, it 
you can feel it through the through the through their words. You know what I mean? That <laughs> the, the, the yeah. emphasis they put on their songs. You know what I mean? That that kind of drives you too. Like so, yeah. Yo, we la- we laughing about it because we know this ain't a popular opinion of people. People don't really check for gunplay like that. We do. We enjoy him because his his flow is is um off kilter. It's unorthodox. He just comes out of nowhere and then the similes and the metaphors and just different shit that he says is wow. It's just I you know what I mean? Like he just don't stick to the normal drug talk and references and stuff like that. Like he be he be out there, you know what I'm saying? And we know, you know, this is one of the crazier dudes. Like, you know, he set it off on fifty on fifty and um, you know what I mean. Ain't really had nobody around at the time. You know what I mean? So uh, he, he he about that action, man. You know what I mean? So I, I just enjoy his music. And like you said, he had a very troubled past, drugs and all that stuff. So, um, But he puts it out there on the music, man. And shit, damn it, if I don't enjoy it. Like, again, I got a lot of guilty pleasure MCs. I think we need to make a segment on guilty pleasure. Our guilty pleasure likes and uh, run down some of those albums and some of the projects uh, that we that we rock with, man, because I think it's not enough people giving those type of people that they actually listen to, that they rock with, because they want to seem like they're in this yeah. perfect bubble of I just like nothing but what's appreciated all around. You know what I'm saying? It's just like front runners, front-runner hip-hop fans. You know so, I mean? so, yeah, this gunplay, you know, didn't didn't do nothing to knock me down like we had mentioned on some other songs or all the other artists up here, you know, kind of kind of fell off. No, gunplay still <laughs> still up there. Next time nope. he got nuts. Nope, still where he need to <laughs> so be for Next me. time he got somewhere else, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll be right there to listen again, man. Uh, so, yeah. Right back. Got my ears. Got my ears for sure, man. For sure, man. But, yeah, that wraps up our music segment, man. We got the NBA playoffs. We're going to make some of our picks. On here, we just chopped it up with some of our boys. So shout out to our homeboy. Uh, hey, man, one of our good homeboys just proposed, man. He's finally, you know, walking hey, down the aisle. Now ask so like what was the news? To- and y'all was sitting there talking about, and we talking about the crypto. <laughs> I was just like, that's not what I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout, shout out to the homie, man. I'll, uh, you know, I'll still keep it to myself until he wants that public knowledge. But he, if he's listening, man, shout congrats, out to you, congrats, man. Congrats, um, glad you happy, congrats. brother. Congrats, congrats. Um, but yeah, man, we're going to get into this NBA and a little bit of just stuff that's been happening with the draft leading up to the draft. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll finish out that way. But let's go on and get into this, man. Uh, we'll start off with the NFL stuff because it's kind of light week on it. But we'll go over the things that happened. Uh, so two things happened. Uh, one of them were we had the extra people come on to the the lawsuit of Brian Flores had two other coaches join that, but in the midst of the, the two other coaches coming on to it, a little bit more nuggets than dropped about, uh, this meeting with with Brian Flores, (laughs) the one that he turned down and he was just like, nah, I'm not having this. You ain't about to get me uh, fired over this nonsense. Uh, cause a, a high profile quarterback was going to meet him and the owner not during any tampering period. So it's basically going to be illegally, you know what I mean, for as far as the NFL rules, uh, to go meet with a certain quarterback on a yacht and Brian Flores wasn't having it. Turns out it's looking like this quarterback, Tom Brady, 
And Tom Brady was about to get a hell of a deal down in Miami. If he, if he had accepted to be quarterback, they had went on on for Tua, he was going to get part ownership into, <laughs> into the Dolphins. So Flores is just messing it up for everybody. I know that's what they're thinking. Uh, on his side, he was like, no, I did everything right. I ain't, I ain't leave you, leave myself open where you can pin this on me, and that's the reason I got fired because that's kind of how it looked like it was going to go. It was going to be a scapegoat if they ever got kind of caught. Uh, but he miss up his chance to like actually, you know, make a Super Bowl run because we seen what happened with Tom Brady once he got down in Tampa. Hey, he called on all his friends. He threw out the little bat signal and everybody just came running down there. Uh, everybody who wanted to make that run and they made it happen and they won. So who knows how it would have went if it if it went that way? But I mean, we know they probably would have had a better record than what they what they ended up with. But Brian Flores still had a respectful record. I mean, they won 10 games, you know. <laughs> they they had some exciting games with lackluster talent at the time. You know what I mean? They wasn't supposed to be doing this then. Miami getting stacked now, if I can say, just speak on it. I mean, they're getting Tyreek Hill. They got Waddle coming along. If, if Tua actually produces a little bit, you know what I mean? Like, they got more picks coming in. You know, they assured up that offensive line. Press. Yeah. I want to stop you right there. That's the thing. They have to not believe in Tua at all. Like, old coach, current coach, don't matter. Like, who who drafted this guy? And is he is he or she still in the building? Because man, it was a... Everybody's trying to move on from him. It was Every, a whole everybody. movement. It was a whole movement, though, man. Tank for Tua was a thing. You know what I mean? There was multiple teams trying to do it. Uh, Miami Dolphins was the, was the front runners on all that, though. And they was leading the charge, so... I mean, the guy and his team looked at good uh, throughout the year at Alabama. You know what I mean? So he looked like a surefire product. I still, have, like, if you go back and check the tapes and stuff like that, I told you I always had my reservations about any quarterback coming from Alabama because they just haven't translated in so long. They're good quarterbacks, but most of the time they, they lean out to be, you know, uh, backups. That's that's a good fit for them. You know, they ain't going to lose everything for you, but they're not the answer. Mac Jones may end up proving me wrong. Hell, uh, your quarterback, Jalen, may end up prove, proving me wrong. But, uh, you know, he went over to Oklahoma for that one year. So if he ever, if he do pan out, that's why I'm going to pin it. <laughs> but come yeah. on, come on, man. How you going <laughs> to give that to Oklahoma, man? You a hater, boy. SEC. I, I like that you keeping it that way, man, because yeah. most most college football fans, y'all root for a whole conference. Yeah. Only only place in sports where... So, so what's your thoughts on this, man? What's your thoughts on it? Uh, and, like... Uh, Ryan, we want to we want to call him Teflon. <laughs> Teflon Dom. Because ain't no way he falling on us. Yo, he got so many receipts in the bat in the tuck. And shout out to Brian, man. That's how people from Brooklyn are bred, man. We, you know, we tell we tell the truth. We stand on what we stand on. And, and salute, salute to him for for sticking to his guns. But uh Wilkes and uh Ray Horton are the other two coaches that are named publicly. There's a lot of other coaches that are unnamed. Um, but yeah, in this discovery of all this evidence, I found it to be quite peculiar that it's two coaches that are necessary. They probably won't be. One is retired, and one really has bounced around the last couple of years as far as a coaching gig, and probably won't get a head coaching gig. So it just kind of seems like this may not be enough. 
You know what I'm saying? As far as just guys hopping on. It is a big story to me, but I want to start to see more prominent coaches. Does Tomlin hop on? You know what I mean? Like, or is he too detached from what's actually happening, being that he has the longest tenure? You know, do do the Pittsburgh Steelers step in and talk about some of these practices? I don't think any owner or any black coach, prominent black coach, if as long as they don't step in on this, I don't know how far he's going to get. And and at what point, what's the dollar amount? You know what I'm saying? What what's the settling point to this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where does he go with it? I just don't know where he's what he's looking for outside of what he said on uh get up. You know what I mean? And how Man. how does that Can- some of those things can I, be put into practice. I, I just don't know how some of those things get put into practice. Can I speak on this media thing too, man? Like, I, like they they really getting like, I know it's probably ran by these billionaires. That's the reason they gotta like cush up and say something like about some things. But if they was true sports reporters, and you know, I think they'll stay on this uh, Dan Snyder thing, man. Like that more info that came out that he's stealing money from this. It seems like every time some info flowed out a little bit more about Dan Snyder and he be in the rumors, like, are in the talks for about two to three days. They protect their own. They throw out some more news. Like, that's when this more Tom Brady was the quarterback that was like, and now the, they done shifted completely off that and they own this right here. Or they shifted back to Brian Flores or whatever. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, when Cap was, was the headlines, he was always the damn headlines. And now he out the league, you know, but we can't make it stick on the owner who we know should not be an owner of a team. You know, he didn't did so it's it's so much dirt around his name at this time. Uh allegations, what's gonna be proven, what can't. I don't care about that. At this point, it's so much negativity about him. I mean, we gotta look at other people who like uh Antonio Brown. I mean, no, his antics like kind of ramped up a little bit, but I mean, he was getting all these allegations and things thrown at him and it wasn't sticking. And he was still like you know, kind of shunned away. And that's that's numerous other players, you know, the same little deal. But I mean, but with the owner, oh no, 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 no. That's right, let's let's move on with the news. Like, come on, man. They- and that's that's the thing though. The power structure is flipped. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have owners in it, like the NBA, the players control that league. They get paid those those dollars, those guaranteed contracts. You have to negotiate with it, those guys. Their players union is even stronger than most players' unions in every other sport, you know what I mean? When it comes to the NFL, not so much, you know what I mean? That's the reason why we, I was just talking about it with our, our man, Kev. That's the reason why a lot of people ain't standing uh, with cap. I know I am athlete has an episode out right now with cap that I want to watch, but some of the excerpts and excerpts and, and clips I caught from it was just really Pac-Man Jones. Uh, he said something that was just real in terms of look, at the time, how am I going to take a knee when I'm trying to get my make my way back into the league after everything that I've gone through? Plus, I'm playing on a three hundred thousand dollar contract, player. I'm trying to secure the second half of my future, you know, for my career, and I'm trying to get back with everything that I had going on. So, if you're personally behind the eight ball or, or a player like that, to where you had some ups and downs, some injuries, and everything like that. Yes, Black Lives Matter and what's happening to people out here matters. But Kat, you went rogue on this and I really don't know where this is going. Mm-hmm. So how can I step out there when in my heart of hearts, I know what they did to George Floyd. I know what they're doing out here um, to black people in, the, in the, the coaching, hiring practices. I know all these different things. 
are occurring, but how? How do how, any other coach, other black coaches or other minority coaches, they may be a little afraid to step out because they're still, they're still trying to ascend and achieve their their lifelong goals in a game, in a sport that they love. You know what I'm saying? How do you balance that? And then I don't judge anybody for not jumping on the lawsuit or not following Cap. Yes, it's a, a noble thing that Cap did, but you can't expect everybody to jump on, especially when the best player, the best players aren't doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The best players standing behind something have moving in those type of numbers. They, have they got more better, weight. I mean, like right now. More even, weight. Yeah, 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 even, yeah. Even so, like if, uh, I mean, certain people going to have to like walk that type rope. Uh, like even even some of the higher end little people. I Like I feel like if a cause got out there, Deshaun Watson can't be the, the, the front runner for that. I mean, for one thing, his public image is shattered. But I guarantee yep. they got something in that clause, like anything out of him, and you know they can get out of that two hundred thirty nine million that he got guaranteed. You know what I mean? Uh, it's it's great that it's guaranteed, but I guarantee they got a, like uh, something kind of kind of becoming of the of the team or something like that. You know what I mean? I you know they got a, a way out if they if they did it right. And yeah, absolutely. So I, absolutely. I, can, I can understand that, but I mean, a Russell Wilson or somebody like that coming on, yeah, they they probably a little bit more, you know, secure in it and like and can can make that type, and they would, you know, back them up a little bit. But more. the other thing is, a lot of people aren't on the front lines and activists like that. Like, I much rather follow somebody that I know is true to the cause and really has a passion for this than an athlete that doesn't truly have a passion. The athlete can lend their hand to it financially for the most part. Not all, not all, you know what I mean? But I'm just saying that's the the feeling I get for most of the athletes. This just might not be their calling, but they could use their likeness to lend a helping hand. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the case for most athletes. Like they may see the shit that happening on the news just like me and you to where we be like, damn man, again, like this shit, like and it affects us and rocks us no matter how much it happens. But when it comes time to put your hand in the fire and really stand on it. Not too many do it because they choose what's best for them and their family. And I personally can't judge that because we all make decisions what's best for us and our family at the end of the day. And when it comes to your job and your place of work and where you, which you do what you love, I know there's business outside of it, but it's not as easy as we think it is yep. when you really Peel back the layers. Yep, yep. So, want to just say, hey, I think they need to stay on Dan Snyder. Fuck what he's doing and everything that he did in the past, or his uh, his team has allowed and uh, the, the allegations and everything are out there. I don't care if they haven't stuck or nothing like this. He need to do the certain things as far as like fixing the stadium. Uh, you know, working with the people. It took him long enough to actually change that name. Uh, start doing something a little bit more to actually building up uh, and repairing the the community and everything around that too. And start by, you know, probably donating a little bit more to all these. Uh, if you're cleaning it up, the wife, they the moving along, wife clean it up. It's still like it's maybe best for everybody to just move away from him and get that image totally out of it. A la what happened to the Clippers, you know what I mean? Like minute that's going, look where they didn't, uh, came along and how they've been able to flourish a little bit and getting everybody behind them. That's kind of how I feel about that whole situation. Uh, and then when it comes to the quarterbacks, you know what I mean? Tua kind of... <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do about him. 
And then you got Cap. Uh, I know he want to come back in the league, man, but I, it's just been so long since he didn't touch the field. I understand he's kind of showing it off, man, but until you're getting in the game and see all this, you know what I mean? Cam, Cam look good when, when you just watch him just throw. With no pads. Yeah, you know what I mean? But then <laughs> yeah, when you yeah. got him in pads and stuff like this and you got it going live, it's, hey, bro, I don't think his arm or his shoulder at, at full power no more, man. Uh, I understand. I love that guy to death, man, but I mean, his time may have just passed. It's kind of how it looked like, and that's hard to be uh, look at. You know what I mean? But when, since we since too. we talking about quarterbacks, since we talking about quarterbacks, let's talk about the number one news over this past week uh, of when it comes to quarterback news, and that was Derek Carr with the free uh, team friendly deal to the Raiders to stay there. The dude said he wanted to stay a Raider and he only wanted to be a Raider, and he signed a contract that that says that not only says that but shows it. You know what I mean? So. He got a three-year extension, $121.5 million. Uh, the first year, or this this year, he's going to make $25 million. He got a $7.5 million signing bonus. I mean, you're talking about for a quarterback, a starting quarterback that made it to the playoff, and he's going to be making $25 million, where at the time when everybody is going out getting chasing that big dollar, you got uh, Aaron Rodgers just got paid. You got... Uh, Russell Wilson just got paid. We know what uh, Deshaun Watson just got. We know what uh, Patty Mahomes just got. And now you got Jeff Billy. Yeah, yeah, man. These these guys <laughs> are like it's pennies what he's kind of making for his talent wise and everything. I mean, even when you compare him to Kirk Cousins and all them, like he could have went out and got so much more, but he just maintained. It also has a cause up in there. Uh, he has three days after the end of this season. Uh, where they can cut him loose and he don't get paid nothing else past this season. But if he goes three days past the Super Bowl and he's still on the team, he get uh forty point five million guaranteed, and that breaks down to thirty three, and then be thirty three million uh for twenty twenty three and forty two million for twenty twenty four. All that becomes fully guaranteed at that point, uh, and throws in a forty million dollar. Uh, injury clause. That's that's what his contract got. So if he get injured over the next year, so he still leaves with him a nice little, you know, nice little bag. A little for severance it. package. Yeah, yeah. yeah a little so severance package. Gotcha. 125, 121 mil, and you got to think in 2024, everybody's making 40 plus mil right now. In two to three years when Burrow and Herbert are getting signed no, and those Herbert, players yeah. like that, like, they gonna that it's gonna be up there. It's gonna be up there. So I think we coming in pretty good on that, man. And, uh, Get to hold on my jersey. Don't have to change up my quarterback jersey. That's good, man. Car, I got full support of him. I know if you watch this throughout the season, For now. I have my ups For and downs do. with Car. You know, one <laughs> week I love him, one week I hate him. <laughs> but overall, you know, I support him. I'd have brought his jersey, man, and everything. I I, I, lo- I love what Car stands for. I love his uh a lot of people gonna say he's faking all this sort of stuff on his attitude, but I uh, seeing it this long, man, it can't be, man. The dude is is genuine in how he do it. I, I know he got some little passive aggressive issues and let his brother talk some things about for him, but I mean, overall, like what he came and spoke up on everyone that went through some trouble throughout this past season, and we went through some damn trouble. I mean, you had the John Gruden, you had the Henry Ruggs, you had the Arnett issues, and the way he would not down anybody and constantly lifted people up, man. That's something to be uh, applauded for that, man. So Derek Carr, man, hopefully he gets to go further. Well, I'm, I'm, I got my money that we're going to go somewhere further down the line. Hopefully AFC championship uh, with Devontae Adams and the weapons that he got now. And hopefully we we'll continue to add to it in the draft, man. But 
Derek Carr, 121. What do you think? I think he's like top seven quarterback right now, like somewhere in that range, top five, somewhere paid. I would have got paid. I would have got paid. Not not in this in this game, football. Gotta take it, gotta take it when it comes to you, man. I, I get the admirable thing. Tom Brady did the same thing and several other quarterbacks in the past, Peyton Man and taking team friendly deals. But I don't think Derek Carr and is cut from that type of cloth to really be giving this team a deal. But we'll see if it pays off in the long run. All I'm saying is I'm pretty cautious. But like some of them, uh, some of those uh, things that you mentioned in the deal, I, I like that he protected himself in in uh, case of injury. You know what I mean? Super Bowl. I mean, win one playoff game. No trade clause sudden, as well. No trade clause. No trade clause. You know, putting his chips all in one playoff game win, man. Man, it's amazing what can happen <laughs> when you guys. <laughs> hey, man, we can get lucky as hell like y'all, things. too. Who, we can wind up in the Super Bowl. May win. You never yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> One win. <laughs> Woo. I, hey, I, lo- I love it, man. I love it, man. Like, y'all, y'all, y'all filling out that roster, man. A few defensive pickups uh, to be able to, to really stop that ball in the secondary. That, that's really what, what you guys are lacking, a secondary. So, now you should be able to afford some in free agency, you know, should some, you know, shake loose after the draft. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we, we're in a good position. All right, let's go on and get into this NBA stuff. That's all. Did you have anything else for the NFL? Did anything happen in, nope. in Philly? Nothing in Philly yet. Nothing, nothing happened. Nothing in Philly. Yeah, draft. Okay. Everything. Minshew you know, got certain, named a starter. You know. Is no? Still, still hurts. Still hurts oh, okay. team until further notice, okay. you know. Okay. But thank you. You know what I mean? We want to, you know. Got to the playoffs too. I mean, we get to the playoffs so often, it's just like that's not enough for us. You know what I mean? Y'all sorry ass division, man. Oh, y'all got got the Cowboys, Giants look soft as hell. Uh, the Commanders, uh, whatever they want to call themselves now. We should be the best team team. coming back. We should be the best team coming back. To be honest with you, there's no like you can't count on the Cowboys no more. That's that's a fact. You ain't been able to count on. I don't want to belabor that point. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll move on. NBA. All right, let's start in the Eastern Conference. This is the most wonderful time of the year. This, this is my time. This, this is my time. I love this time of the year, man. Nobody watched basketball all year long, and then all of a sudden they become basketball experts. Experts. My bro. group chat start. My group chat start popping off with all the the fun facts that they know about teams. Then they don't know shit. It is what it is. Those are my boys, man. I love, I love gambling with them. You know, whether it's $10, $25, $50, maybe next year, $100. You know what I'm saying? Maybe at one point we all have enough money to afford that. Uh, but shout out, shout out to the group chat, man. But uh, let's start with the Heat versus Hawks. Let's go down the Eastern Conference real quick. Let's not be too long-winded. Press who you got and why. While you looking that up, man, I'll take, I'll take the lead, man. Look, I, I got the... Uh, Initially, what I said was the Heat in six because I feel like Ice Trey, the game, is just way too much of a scoring threat. And I feel like they can get one in Miami and possibly get one in Atlanta, and that'll be it. But, man, after watching that game one and how they dismantled Atlanta, you know what I mean? No Clint Capella. They were throwing a bunch of different guys at Trey, kind of similar to what, you know, Ben Simmons was able to do uh, last year with uh, locking Trey up and just really giving them fits. That seemed to be what happened all game long for Trey Young. And I really don't know if they're going to get 
one game. Now, my pick was initially Heat and six. You know what I mean? Because I feel like they have that playoff experience going all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. And, you know, I thought I thought they would be good a couple of years ago. I thought they would be good, but I, I think they seem to be overmatched. I've been overlooking Miami this entire year. Like, nobody's been talking about what Miami can do. Top five defense, top three-point shooting team, top in defending three points made as in on defense. Like, this is insane that I've been, everybody been sleeping on them, myself included. I just really feel like that year after the championship press, the bubble getting there and not really being, you know, us, they, them coming out of nowhere, basically. And then the next year, kind of flaming out. I think a lot of people forgot about them as opposed to what the Suns did yeah. to where they got to the finals, came right back with a vintage. Like, damn, we shouldn't have lost that. That should have been ours. You know, and, and it didn't seem like the Heat did that. So a lot of people forgot about them. All they did was win the Eastern Conference by two clean games. And, you know, it was top five in both offense and defense. So I don't know what you're going to do with them. I still believe that, you know, as we kind of move forward and, and make our picks for the finals, I still don't feel like the Heat will get back. You know what I mean? I just feel like as good as they are, I just don't see them getting back. But I have them winning this, this series in six. Uh, Georgia, Atlanta, don't y'all get greedy. You know what I mean? You got the Braves. Y'all got the uh, y'all got the Bulldogs as champs. <laughs> it ain't going to happen here. Don't get your hopes up. Uh, <laughs> Trey Young had a nice run last year, man. They was going to it. But uh, I think the Heat going to pull this one off. Uh, I think it's very evident. Like, uh, why, why I think that after this first game, We'll see how they keep fighting back. I, I know I know they got some fight in them. I don't think it's going to be a sweep. But, uh, yeah, I, it's just overall what I've seen all season and going through it, which ain't much, ain't much of the Atlanta games. I, I admit, hey, 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 I haven't watched them. But, I mean, I just don't have the confidence that they're going to actually pull this one off. So, yeah, I, I got the Heat winning this one. If we're going by what we got in the group cash, I say Heat and five. Heat and five. All right, yeah. I think they get one. I think they get one. I have them getting two, but... I was being being gracious, trying to pick a little different, but it's just going to be too much. I mean, you got the sixth man of the year or what will be the sixth man of the year in Tyler Hero. He averaging 20 off the bench. Um, they got Duncan coming off the bench now. Uh, he he had, what, shit, damn near 30 last night um, when they played, so, or this past weekend. So, it's, it's, it's they going to be a load for anybody, man. But we'll see, man. So, Moving on, man. 76ers versus Raptors. That was a that game was a blowout. Um, nothing to really talk about outside of the injuries to Scotty Barnes. I mean, you got Gary Trent that's gonna miss it. That that young is gonna miss game two. So, I mean, I see another blowout in their future. I think, I mean, I have 76ers in five in in my pick, regardless. I thought they were gonna be a lot more of a tougher uh opponent, just being that they got guys probably no taller than 6'9". They got nothing but length, athletic guys, and I thought they would be able to kind of do whatever they needed to as far as defending and throwing guys out there. But with these guys going down this early in the series, and these are guys that's a part of their eight-man rotation that they ran into the ground, I don't know how they, you know, maybe they get one in Toronto, which that's the game I gave them. But if you got... Tyrese Maxey playing like he's going to be the second best player on the floor next to Embiid and Harden just has to show up occasionally. Oh, that's <laughs> I'm just saying. You we know, we know what Harden 
We know what he is right now. He's, you know, a little bit of diminished goods. He could still give you 20, and he's still an excellent point guard at the end of the day. Maxie plays the point, but he's more of a hurt. You never know what you're going to get with him, man. So, But if he's going to be able to stay in the 30s or high 20s this entire series, if he can't be guarded, oh, man, you just – now you got a third reliable scorer outside of other guys on that team that will be able to do their thing. So – I'm I'm it's looking like sixes and four, but uh yeah, but yeah that's why I, I had got, it going man. a little bit longer too. I think I had sixes and uh I had, I actually had it going long, a lot longer, but uh had it going to full length. But I had the sixes win tonight nonetheless, you know what I mean? Just uh as far as like matchups, I just felt like it was a little bit more even, but uh, as the players go, go out, you know what I mean, the end of blow hot down the scene, I was obviously wrong. Uh <laughs> yeah. And then Thibel, Thibel can't go their number one defender on the perimeter, can't go to Toronto to play because he's not vaccinated. So I was, you know, that's what I was kind of going back and forth with, but I still thought Philly had more than enough and then be Maxie and, and um, James to, you know, to really do their thing, man. So should be over quick, should be over quick. They should have plenty of rest to <laughs> head to, to Miami when both series are done, which I think would be pretty quick. Um, if, if, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's go to Bucks Bulls. Let's, let's skip the two seven matchup because I want to save that for last in the East because that that was uh the, that was the highlight. Ain't too often that, that, that ain't too often I jump out my seat. Look, I save that. Bucks versus Bulls. Bulls have not really beat any good teams all year. You know what I mean? I I, I thought I wrote it down, but I didn't here. But their record against winning teams has been atrocious for us the entire season. They started off pretty hot. Uh, De- DeMar DeRozan was an MVP candidate, all that stuff. He, you know, remember that, that stretch he went on where he was scoring and last second shots and, and everything. He's had a resurgence in his game, but I just don't think that's enough. No Lonzo ball, uh, their defense and their bigs don't really play defense. Vucha big. And I mean, damn, like, you know what I mean? I just think that too little, too late. Yeah, too yeah. Too little, too late, man. Uh, they they, and, they um, played pretty well this game, man. The flow of the game. They did. The flow of the game was pretty good, man. Around. Every time they uh certain player came off the court, <laughs> they would have them a nice little run to catch up, and then they'd jump right back in. That they just spread back right back off the the right back out there. But they ain't let him sit down yeah, and fully Giannis rest. Yeah, they like Giannis, <laughs> mm, get back out there, bro. <laughs> Every time he left the court, they they made a nice little run to come up there, but uh. Yeah, and this one I got the Bucks coming through. I think the Bulls will pull off one, one or two. Maybe, maybe in in Chicago. Like I, I have the Bucks in five. Bucks and six. Bucks and five make quick work of of the uh, the Bulls. Had a great season. Didn't see this happening. Didn't see them being near the top of the East for probably I'll probably say about 70 percent of the year. So yeah, man, it's just that I have no idea um, what the Bulls are going to be able to do to combat just all, like, really, you know what gets undersold from the Bucks is the defense from them. You know what I mean? Like, they, they're they able to really shut you down. Middleton's able to do what he does. Holiday. How, putting Being able to put Holiday on your best perimeter score, and for him, like, your perimeter score still may get off, but it's going to be an inefficient 25 points and they're going to have to fight for everything that they they have and then the ability yeah. to if they switch you switch into Giannis or you switch into Middleton like perimeter wise defense like 
you're going to be locked so, up and you so can't. So when I'm watching this game, man, yeah, when I'm watching can't this, do it with it's one just guy like, man, out there. The, the, for, 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 yeah, hold on. But just the power. Zach Levine, too. Like, he's just hobbled like as well. display you know? throughout this game, man. Like, when, if something went back and he he poured power through, he'd just, like, slamming. It was just like, I don't think nobody can... No, ain't nobody bodying Giannis out. Like, you know, when he want to take over this game, it's just at, at free will. And I was just like, that was... <laughs> That part was like, I, that's what I was noticing throughout the game. It was just like, bro, like whenever he wants to get to that rim, ain't nobody stopping him from getting to that rim. So you ain't stopping him from scoring. Like that's, that's going to be your main little problem. But I, I felt like the Bulls have, they, they're, they're, they got more stars, I think, like as far as like name, household names. Like you got Zach Levine, you got, you got DeMar DeRozan, you got uh, Lonzo DeMar. Ball. Like all them on there, so they, they like it. It, it like, seems like it should work and everything. If Lonzo, if Lonzo wasn't hurt, I would, I would give them a chance to extend the series. But being that he's hurt, like it's just hard to give it to him. Caruso, I just don't think Levine and Demar is enough. And Demar's never showed it mm-hmm. in the playoffs to where he put a team on his back. You know what I mean? And that's the reason why he was the one of the the guys to be let go. <laughs> when it was time to let him go off the Raptors after all them years of them, you know, playing LeBron and actually losing. Like, he was never able to put him over the top. Always played well, but, you know, he should, he's a really good number two at, at best case scenario, even as good as he played this year. So, no, like I said, like I said, after out, watching that game, man, I, I just think Giannis has his way with that team, man, bro. Like, it's, I, I, they ain't going to stop. Ain't it amazing what three point, 40 point? scores in the finals last year and that type of confidence is giving that young man like whew. all right man game of the damn weekend nets at celtics man so tight what a damn back and forth bomb burner man like this was a uh, great game a lot of runs offense offense heavy key defensive stops when they needed defensive stops Kyrie flicking off the damn uh, fans and performing. That's, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. When you go to, even in a loss, that's what you want the best players to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah talk your shit to the fans if you're going to talk, but then go perform. I loved I loved everything about it. You know what I mean? Somebody has to win the game. Bro, and Jason boy, Tatum, he was he, he was like he on all the rest of the game, though, that, man. He was, he, game, was he, man, he was he was giving going it straight at KD, man. Like, and KD, man, what I, what I, what and then what I was noticing throughout that game was like, KD, man, you got to play some better defense. I, like, <laughs> Tatum exposing you. And then at the end of the game, like right there on that play, like he was, he could have made up a, a, a defensive stop right there. I think if he was more involved, I don't know where his man was at because, you know, the camera angle and stuff like that. But I remember him being, out, you know, more towards the top of the key and not really making that that push down to, you know, make any stop on that. And I, I didn't see nobody else around. But like I said, could have been the camera angle. Uh, could, man could have been sitting outside the frame, you know? Yeah, KD was crazy inefficient. That's not like KD. Like, that. that's not the KD that we know. But the reason why he was inefficient is because they got into KD. The same thing they did to um, Carl Anthony Towns in the play-in game where the Clippers was toss, you know, tossing them all around, not letting them really get the ball, and just really being rough. Like, that's... How you do, KD? You front him. You put somebody on the front. You put somebody um, on back of him, and you kind of sandwich him so that he doesn't catch the ball clean. He had to really fight 
all game. And I think the Bucks did that to him to a certain degree to where he was really gassed and he had to fight for every shot he got and really was driving hard. And then, you know, but to his credit, though, even though he was inefficient when it came winning time, he hit a couple critical buckets. He hit the bucket, the three-point shot to go ahead, you know, when they finally caught up after being down 15. Then also he hit that little uh, rim shot, right, like at that angle to go up about three, three, three points at the time with about a minute and 20 seconds left. So when you have all that happening, like they still had the game in hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all was right. the Boston Celtics defense that won that game. It flat out. So, but with that said, man, they stopped. They made a crucial stop at the end, but they couldn't stop them boys scoring. So I can't imagine when Kyrie's going to cool off a little bit, maybe high 20s. But Durant, get it going. <laughs> there, there's no defense for that. So I think Durant's going to adjust and they're going to do their thing. I just wish they ran a little bit more play sets because it just looks like a one-on-one ball. But if, it was if great they, to see. If they're it was sitting great at, to see. Truly, truly great to see. If they're sitting at two wins or even two losses before Ben Simmons come back, you know what I mean? I feel like they got to win one of them before Ben. I think he's, he's supposed to come back on the fourth game, right? That's where it's kind they of they got to win the next game. Okay. Third, well, I'm leaning Brooklyn's more towards they come back on that Brooklyn fourth game. They come back on that fourth game, and they got one win up in there. I think they go ahead and push out. Uh, I think they push out either way it go without them, with them or without them, just because like Kyrie and KD, they just seem like they got something to prove. You know what I mean? They made the trade. They brought this team together. This is going on what now? The third year. Third year, man. I, they. They 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 yeah, they know third, yeah. that time is ticking yep. on them, and I, I think year, they're he was hurt. Just drive all together, want to, you know what I mean? The uh, uh, Kyrie, you know, owning this this bad boy, the, the the bad image, you know what I mean? Just saying, nah, fuck this, fuck that, you know what I mean? Letting it all fly. <laughs> His attitude kind of switching, and he's he's uh he's being a little bit tougher, and that's what I was saying, man. Not not I love sitting it, here man. whining about I love things, it. you know? Hey, that's. I think that's needed. And what about the defense, Pret? What about his defense? This man had five steals. And remember when <laughs> when James Harden came back or that, that game they played in Philly, how he locked Harden up? He's just continuing to do that to people and, and giving people fit. So he's in passing lanes. Like he's doing it all. Like So, you know, we gave Jason Tatum credit for really putting the clamps on KD or making KD work. He really made Marcus Smart work a lot too. You know what I mean? Marcus Smart hit a lot of good jump shots too. But man, um, but who do you have winning this, man? Who do you have winning this series? Uh, I got Brooklyn in seven. I think it's gonna go to full seven regardless. I think this one is gonna be the longest, like hard, hard fought battle uh battle. Just uh, the 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 internal rivalry they already have and uh the teams being, you know, I think both teams are are great teams and could, you know, go real far in this uh I just in this I, playoff run. I love I love the just there's so many dynamics in this too because this is look man these these young dudes are coming to age and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum to in order to na- take the next step and to be mentioned as a superstar. I mean these dudes finished number two in the East. You know what I'm saying? Top four team in the league and did not Jason Tatum. I don't think he even sniffed the MVP vote. You know what I'm saying? To like to be able to do that and not be expected and how they started the season. Yeah, man. Yeah, so to be able 
to have all that go go well for them and not really have an MVP vote and then to be faced with the Nets and not duck the smoke and go against the Nets, they have a full, complete team to me. And the reason why I'm giving the Celtics the edge is for that very reason, even without Robert Williams because he I'm was taking plus six. everything you this is, own, Brooklyn-wise, so over I, I here. How the hell you the ain't going step. for the home-home team? Like, I understand you're a Knicks fan. I know, understand that you got Brooklyn hats. Nick, I'm a Nick. I'm a <laughs> you Knicks got a Brooklyn fan. jersey. Don't sit here and lie. You're 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 you're, you're a Kyrie fan. Like I ain't, I ain't all got no this Brooklyn stuff. Like, hey, bro. Like, ooh, man. I love Kyrie game. Cash. I love point guard. You're not taking Brooklyn. I love, I love everything about Kyrie. Like, it, it just came down. It came down, not to who has the best players, but who has the best teams. And I just, I just don't think that def- the lack of defense. In a lack of true, just team chemistry in terms of they don't run no plays in Brooklyn, bro. Like when it come down to it, <laughs> it's just one on one basketball, and I don't know if that is enough to beat a team as good as the Celtics, who are coming, who are hungry, who are disciplined. They, you know, they got the disciple of Coach Popovich over there, and, and you know, like he's really knows what he's doing defensively, and these guys are locked in, and it hasn't wavered all season. There's a reason why they're number two. I don't care that Kyrie and KD are as great as they are at their position. They are arguably the best How does Steve Nash catch a straight for this? Like, you, you, you don't respect Steve Nash? Man. <laughs> what, what coach? This is, he's the, the same. Steve go Nash ahead, get the ahead. same curve. He get the same curve, right? He's like, you know how people be like, what the what the hell Kirby doing? You got <laughs> you got all Steph Curry, you got Clay, he got Draymond. They coach them damn selves out there, man. All you do is manage egos. Get the hell out of here, man. But uh, but yeah, so it was hard for me, man. I wanted to take the stars because I know in the NBA, stars win these series. And Brooklyn has two of the best players at their position, if not the best players at their position in the league. But just it's too much to overcome, man. Uh, I don't see nobody else on that team stepping up now. If Ben Simmons come through and wreck shot, and or at least at the very least plays the type of defense he's able, he's capable of playing, then all right, you know. But it's that close. Okay. It's that close for me. It's okay. just close. I'm holding you to this. I'm holding you to this. I'm not gonna let you jump back on the squad as they make it past this. You know, I, it's gonna we'll be a hard fall we'll battle. Do our round two. Be, yeah, yeah. But we'll I'm not gonna let two. you like, oh man, no, you're not jumping on that Brooklyn train and saying like that's a home with you. I got night. I ain't letting you jump back on it now. Mm-hmm. You, I'm you just took a fan the damn of the game. Celtics. You better, you better pick up somebody else in the East when they when they lose. Fan of the game. Right. Let's head out west. Right. Let's head out west. All right, all right. Where are we Phoenix start? Pelicans and your former your former Pelicans, man. <laughs> Let me tell me about it, man. Tell me, <laughs> tell, tell me about it, man. Is this over in four? Do we really need to this get is into over this? in four? Phoenix Suns in four. Uh, it's very evident during this game. Like uh, they are on top. I think they had a hell of a season. What they lose. Uh, I have the Suns. Like pretty much. I think. I think this did their year. Uh, I. I up, up until after what happened last finals. year, after what happened last year, what's on the line for Chris Paul? He got to be knowing like this is his last little shot. So yeah, I, the the reason I got so like so much strong faith in the the Suns is just like this Chris Paul last shot, man, and that team is good. It's very good without him. Him just on there just adds to it. So I think they 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 had their trial by fire, man. They went out there they. 
They had the name. They they seen the the stage. They was there, and they still hungry for it. They came out and proved that all season by not going down any, not doing this uh, load management and everything everybody else is doing. They want they want it all. They want to get up in there. They want to win every game. They want to win every moment. So they're they're armed. They're they're trained for it throughout the season to handle that at Second the, uh, in that championship yep. game. Yeah, you know. So that's kind of where I. I'm loving the sun, and New Orleans ain't got a prayer. I mean, not they, glad a, they no, made it not in. Not a they shot sh- in the world. So I don't want to. <laughs> I, I got you said it better than me. So I don't. I don't got much more to say about a team that's about to get swept. All right, the four or five matchup. We got the Mavs and the Utah Jazz. <laughs> what you? <laughs> So oh, we got man. the Mavs. I'll start. I'll start with the Mavs with the Jazz, man. Like this is another team. I like much. You said it, like this is Chris Paul's year. I thought this was Luca's year to really finally get past the first round. Injuries keep occurring. Like hey, damn. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on before we get too far. I just want to throw it out there, Lakers fans. Y'all count yourself lucky because if y'all had snuck in, wouldn't they be in playing the Suns? They would have been playing oh, yeah. the Suns, right? Oh uh, no! Sh- yeah, 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 yeah. No, they we were playing. Eight. Well, damn, you never know because they would have been in no, they would have been in that lower end of the put the uh so they would have been number eight. Yeah, you're right. That would have been sad. I just don't that would have been I just sadder. don't want to see it yet. They would embarrass. Yeah. I, I want right, to see but... King go out like that. <laughs> Rather he not in. He already he like this in. every play. <laughs> Looking around for people. <laughs> Go oh, ahead, go boy. ahead, go ahead. Next game, yeah. next game. Anyway, yeah, man. So, like I said, Mavs uh, versus Jazz. I really, really gave this one. I got the Jazz in six. Reason why I have the Jazz in six is because I just feel like they're not going to be able to overcome this 2-0 deficit that I think they're going to go into because I think the Jazz, they're fully healthy, man. Like, they're going to go in there and win those first two games. They put up a valiant effort. In the Mavericks with who they had left, you know what I mean? But I just think this is big boy season. You're going to be playing an eight-man rotation. This isn't like the regular season or anything like that. So I just don't think that they have a guy outside of Luka, and Luka is the X factor, you know what I mean, to get them through. So if he comes back, you know, by game three and they're tied, you know, yeah, this may go six, but... That's what I had it going in six. He ain't I didn't shooting think he would like be that. Out. Every, I mean, he got to shoot like that for four nights in a row, and that just ain't gonna happen. I mean, they got to put the stop will. to him. I think it will <sighs> because they don't. Their defense has regressed a lot. The Jazz this year, so I think that's why I thought they could get to you know six. But yeah, man. Um, like I said, man, that injury just gonna be too much to overcome. So. Um, they they stuck around. They stuck around. You know, they were at home. They gave a, a great effort, but I think that's what it's going to be majority of this season. I mean, this series without Luka. That, that's right. just I think I we the same on this, man. I had the Suns in four. You had the Suns in four. I got the Jazz in six. You got the Jazz in six. Uh, I think, yeah, Luka just ain't going to go out quietly. You know what I mean? But he ain't going to have enough. All right. Uh, now, Grizzlies. And Timberwolves, man. This this another team that you flirt with in Memphis. You, you flirt yeah. with Memphis a little bit. Yeah, I like you know? John Morant, man. <laughs> I, I, I like the whole little squad up there, man. And uh, yeah, I had I had them sweeping. I had them sweeping. Same, same. I had yeah, them sweeping. I, I had them taking this, and then like so. 
Honestly, this was a game that I told you, like, I didn't catch one of the games. This was a game I didn't even must catch. Like, I was looking forward to it, and then I peeked at the end score, and I was like, man, I don't even want to see this shit, man. My team losing. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I just fucked with the highlights on this one, man. But, like, I, I was really looking forward to that game, but I was out in the box uh, when it was playing. So, but, yeah, uh, man, I was that, that one hurt. Like, when I seen that, I was just like, man. This looks like it's going to be a battle. But, hey, it's going to make sure that I'm here to watch the rest of the damn games. I'll tell you that much. Two two young teams, though. Two young teams. So, you know, Grizz had a couple days off more than usual. You know, Minnesota been playing the last couple nights to just really get in. So, I think they riding high off of that type of energy. They in rhythm, similar to the season every other, you know, night, every two nights playing the game. They never really came out of season, you know, rotation. So, I think that was more of a thing. And Ja... Is still getting his his feet under him after coming back a few games uh, prior to the end of the se- season from injury, you know. But I gotta they give gotta play credit. A little, I, they gotta play a little tougher against yeah, too. Right? They have to Cat, play tougher against Cat. Cat they let him do his thing too much. Did whatever he wanted to do, and I I didn't think that was gonna happen, especially when Aquaman Aquaman normally holds it down. You know what I'm saying? Stephen Adams for y- those of y'all that don't know, uh, he normally holds it down defensively, but he had no answer. Uh, who could, you know, one of the possible defensive player of the year candidates in Jackson, he was in foul trouble throughout the game. So, you know, you had to watch that game to kind of see where it went. And he made a lot of bonehead, you know, fouls. Like, you can't do that. You're playing one of the best offensive big men in the league, hands down. So you you kind of have to play discipline so that you can offset that. And I don't think he really kind of grasped that concept. So him being out, really forced Steven Adams to really play cat. And I don't, what I thought at the beginning of the series press is not what I saw. Steven Adams can't (laughs) guard that man. He can't guard that man. So, and you know, long as cat put his big ass on the block more. So that three point shooting contest fools go stay on the motherfucking block, put your ass on a block and destroy them and only be a decoy. When you, when your ant man got it going. Now, can we talk a little bit about Ant-Man? Ant-Man, bro. He was busting ass. And I'm Pause. I'm glad that I'm glad. I'm happy to know that um, you know, the rest of the people who are watch don't watch the NBA till the finals. I get it. Or the playoffs. I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's a long season, 82 games. You know what I mean? But you're gonna get to see a lot of young talent in John Morant and Cat and Ant, like. These boys can go, Jared Jackson. Um, man, like, damn, they the whole <laughs> Grizzly squad, you know what I mean, are pretty damn young, and people don't know about them. They're not household names. So y'all going to see a lot of great, exciting basketball. It's going to be a lot of mistakes made, um, but it's just going to be exciting basketball. So that series I have, Grizzlies in four. <laughs> but, I, I, you know, maybe, maybe that was a fluke game. I don't know, uh, but I, I just feel like the confidence – and the Timberwolves is just through the roof at this point. And that boy Pat Bev got them believing, man. Even the team is taking on his shit talking moniker. And they yeah, but yeah, they, they are have. able to play to that level, like that he just yeah. isn't at. But for how long? But for how long? Man, man, they got yo, they a top five um offense in the league. Believe it or not. Let's see. Believe it or not, that boys see. can go. They can score. And so, yeah, and, and their, their role players are no slouches as well. Again, Timberwolves, they're not household names either. Like, they got some role players. There's a reason why they're number seven and, and gotten to play on play in pretty convincingly. 
You know what I'm saying? So this is going to go more than four. Obviously, I picked Memphis in four. I was coming off the season and how they look with Ja, without Ja. Pretty incredible record without Ja. I think it's something like 20 and five. And then, you know, when they play with Ja, like they look great as well and even better. You know what I mean? So, ah, you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just just like I'm, I'm right there with you. Just like the Suns, you know, playing without Chris Paul, with and with, without Chris Paul. The same thing that was going for this team, man, playing with and without Ja. And, you know, I know Ja ain't got the accolades of Paul as of yet. You know what I mean? He's still an up and rising uh, star. But, you know what I mean? He's their main focal point. That's kind of what I was getting at. And then, like, yeah, that's. I got lost in it too. I said, I said, Grizz and Ford, you know, uh, fan of the team as well. So, Next. yeah. Don't let your fan go too exactly, much into it sometimes, man. man. Exactly. Next up, we got <laughs> Warriors. Versus my man, the Joker and the Nuggets. You know what I mean? This this series, again, another one to where I, I just feel I feel sad for Joker, man, because like if he had even one of his guys, if he had MJP or or Murray playing with him, this is gonna be a tough out for the Warriors because outside of I mean, Clay is still not Clay yet. Draymond is almost back. Steph didn't really be who he needs to be quite yet. You know, he played probably played about 20 minutes that game. But Jordan Poole came out of nowhere, was hitting like I would have thought Steph was on the court. You know what I mean? I, I caught the game came on in the wee hours in the morning for me. I peeked my eye open. Yeah, Steph, Steph really ain't even back yet. And they won that game. Convincingly, Joker was busting ass, but it just, just proved to be too much. Um, overall, I don't know where this is going to go game to game. I think Denver Nuggets make it a closer game in game two, but I think they ultimately end up losing that as well. They'll win one or two back in Denver, in my opinion. I think it'll be one. Um, But before the series started, I'm going to be honest, I had Warriors in seven just because I really don't feel that confident in the Warriors after how they started. Yes, they got number three, but I think they started out on such a high you know what I mean? In terms of their record that they, they're too good of a team to fall below three. You know what I mean? But I, I just, I don't know about this team, man. I just, so many question marks. Can, can, can the guys do it again, man? That does really in this, this latter stages of their, their careers being injured in and out the lineup all year. Can Steph lead these guys? And I know that's freaking crazy to, to, to ask because they won championships without you know what I mean they still got Iggy on the team like but everybody's older now can they do it can they find that veteran grit to you know I think they'll get out of this series may not be in seven like I picked it may be a little bit earlier but there's something about this team I just don't yeah don't don't see it man I don't see them getting to the finals yeah I got yeah yeah I got Warriors in six uh so same way as man so yeah, All yeah, right, yeah, so, yeah, Perez, do you want to give them the, our our picks overall? Do you want to wait to the second round and just kind of break it down week by week every time we come on to kind of adjust? Oh, do you talking about, like, who we got to, like, yeah. make it to the finals? Want to give it to them now or slow roll it? Yeah, let's go on, let's go on and give it to them. Give them, to, give them the comfort final matchups that you think, and then we'll go All to right, NBA so finals. in the second round. Just right now. Just second see how round, I got are. the Heat. Taking out the 76. No, no, no. Skip second round. Skip skip all that. Just go to the conference final. Who you got in the conference final? All right. So in conference finals, I have the Warriors and the Suns. Have the Suns beating the Warriors in seven. I don't think it's going to be easy. I just think 
veteran on veteran grit. That that's really gonna be it. But I think ultimately, Chris Paul gets over the hump. That is if something does not happen to Chris Paul injury wise. Like it seems like every year he is this. This is the year, man. Like nobody, nobody's a world beater. Like all these teams have holes. You have the best team in the league. You gotta get it done this year. You got to. So have the uh, Suns in seven, and then now East. I have the Bucks. And I have the Heat. That's going to be another hard-fought series. I think that's another conference finals that goes seven games just because of just... the. To me, Eric Spoltra is one of the top five coaches, maybe one to two in the league in terms of what he can do and what he gets out of his teams. So that's going to be tough on the Bucs, but I still have the Bucs in seven. I have the Bucs going to Miami. The, the one coach, the one coach LeBron couldn't get fired. Go exactly. Ahead. So, the, you know, that says a lot about <laughs> heat culture, right? <laughs> well, yeah, man. So I got the Bucs in seven and um, we got a rematch of the finals. And I think Giannis cements himself as an all-time great and knocks Chris Paul off again in six and he gives them multiple 40 balls again because he's seen it all. He knows what to do with them, and they can't stop that man. There it is. Bucks and six, back-to-back champs. Put some respect on their name, man. Uh, Boring-ass Bucks. That's right. I said it. <laughs> I got Philly and the Bucks, you know, and then I got the Bucks taking it in, in, in five. I got Phoenix versus the Grizzlies. And I got Phoenix taking it sick. Rematch of the championship from last year again. But uh, I think it goes to full seven. Chris Paul finally gets his confetti. I know. I know. You, you, hey, man, you, you a sucker for a good ending, huh? You know, you, <laughs> <laughs> you want to always see the superhero win, don't you? At the end of the movie, man. I, I, if, you, if you go back on this and you catch me on the tape, Chris Paul ain't my favorite. I'm still kind of jaded off the whole little thing the the Not NBA did to, the to the Lakers when I was when I was yeah yeah you know just man just we read that article you, you we sent that article uh, was talking about Chris Paul and like how he didn't affected every team yeah. man that, that, reading that man just kind of pissed me off I was like Dude, man just imagine, imagine if he went Kobe. to the Lakers mm, that pick and roll would have been deadly oh, man. Dude, that's great <laughs> damn you NBA. oh man. Yeah, at some point where we ain't got it, it's a low, you know, not too much to talk about. We're going to definitely address you jumping ship on a lot of different teams over the course of the last couple of years. I have, I willingly admit it in college football because, you know, I grew up in New York, but you don't got no real excuse here. You, we've, about four teams you've had in the last 10 years. <laughs> Pelicans, Magic, Lakers, <laughs> Grizzlies. It was, it was Lakers. We're going to address it at Pelicans, some Pelicans, back to the Lakers. Then I think I started when Morant started coming. I was like, man, Grizz, man. I like the Grizz. And then when I moved down here, you, it's, it's Magic. Ah, okay, okay. You may have me <laughs> on here for jumping ships for a couple different teams over here, man. But, I mean, it was just, oh, man, when you had the, uh, AD and Boogie sitting down there and – at, at the Pelicans, man, I just thought that was going to be a great team. And then, lo and behold, they both come over to the Lakers. And I was like, well, 
only reason I was pulling for him because these two now they back on the Lakers. Hey, I'm back. Lakers, I'm back. <laughs> that easy, man. It's just that easy with Brad. So. But yeah, man. Yeah. So, but that that's our pick. But again, every week we're gonna be breaking down the games um that have happened over the course of the week. So from you know now until the rest of the the playoffs, we may do a few lives and hop on and give instant reactions depending on how great the games are. You never know where to catch us, but you can catch us at don't sleep underscore net on Twitter and Instagram. So set your alerts for anything we post or whenever we drop episodes, we post it there as well. And also subscribe on YouTube, subscribe to our anything. Just go to our social media. You can find us our link tree and it drop down to anything, wherever you listen to podcasts, that's where we're at. So we appreciate you guys time. Um, that that's my final words. That's all I got, man. I'm excited for the playoffs. It's- yeah, man. I mean, if y'all like the banter, man, go ahead and hit, give us a like or something on there. If you didn't dislike, I mean, you got your expert over here, Cash. This is his home right here. Casual fan over here. Basketball. Watch it. Enjoy it. Uh, but I'm nowhere near the expert uh, on, on all this. But, hey, definitely enjoy the sport altogether. So, yeah. All right. That's episode 158, right? It was 157, was it? bro. Yeah, because the other one was bonus. Okay, we got thrown off a little okay. bit. Okay.